Good. Ah, oh, thank you. It's good. How's your one? Um, can you hear yourself? You're all right. Yeah, I can hear myself. Well, that's the main thing. I think it's recording. I'll press the record button. And do you want to press the the? Uh, who's going to do the introduction? You can do it, mate. Smack panda. Smack panda. You can do it. You haven't had a turn yet. I haven't had a turn yet. Well, do we need one? Let's just. Go straight into it. Yeah, well, because you can always add that later anyway. Yeah, and Joe Rogan just starts. But I'm making a mess here. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Oh, I can't take you anywhere. People will talk. <laughs> well, What's up with those guys? You keep giving me yeah, cups that might, break. Might you gave me a cup the other day. A and leaky I'm, cup. Yeah, it, it couldn't handle the heat, I think, eh? Sounds like me and my wife in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the kitchen. I'm always in fucking trouble. It's only the depth that varies. It's not six foot, that's all that matters. (laughs) So you started in uh, Kapuka. Mate, I did. Um, How old were you then? 16 and nine months. Wow. So I was a a nipper. Um, It probably set me on the right path, actually, because even though I was only in the Army for a very short period of time, the things that I learnt were really important. So that's your discipline, teamwork, camaraderie, all that sort of thing. Because um, I was lucky, unlike the soldiers today, I was in um, traditional peacetime. Uh, the poor blokes that go in today um, yeah. are de- being deployed to some fucking really shitty places. And in their defence, they're a much better soldier today. They're a lot smarter, a lot sharper, a lot fitter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, better weapons, better educated, um, and from a tactical point of view, much better as well. Yeah. Back in the old days, it was just old school, mate. You know, yeah. Shoot and run. Yeah, the se- was it, what was it, 75, did you say? 79. 79. 79, yes, I was... I was a fucking high school kid, 16, nine months. School wasn't for me, so I went, yeah. I joined yeah. the army and Dad said, great. <laughs> yeah. get, you out, get you out of home. God bless, God bless your soul. He's not with us now. But, yeah. um, Whereabouts were you when you were 16? Where, where'd you grow up? So I grew up in, in God's country. I think that was in, uh, eastern suburbs. Um, <laughs> born and bred rooster. Oh, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, eastern suburbs, Bronny Beach, Coogee. Uh, yeah, loved it. Good spot. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a very privileged upbringing. So, so you you um, were going to school and didn't didn't like yeah, it. So you got, yeah. go straight into the army. Straight in the army. I was you're in a motorized unit, was it? No, nah, infantry. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I wasn't a turret head, uh, which is motorized <laughs> uh, or mechanized. Actually, is the correct terminology, mechanized. But then uh, so I was just a pure grunt, mate. So straight up the front, forward scout. Um, nothing special, as I said. Uh, I only spent a short period of time there, but um, gained some valuable skills. Yeah. Um, and I still got a couple of mates from there today, actually. Uh, yeah, Ronnie Ford, he's, he's still floating around. He's, he's long retired, but, um, yeah, no, it was good. Really enjoyed it. Got me got me on the right track because at school, because I fucking hated it, mm. um, I was starting to hang out with the wrong group of people. Yeah. And, and I think Dad could sort of see that. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things when I said, oh, I think I might go and join the Army, Dad. And he goes, yeah, yeah, great ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's idea. right. Mum's in the back going, yeah, yeah, it's really good, so... Um, yeah, did that, and but because um, I was lucky, I don't know if you know, but so I was adopted. Yeah, oh, okay. yes, Mark. Uh, Mark did mention that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I only just let Mark know about that a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh, fuck. so because my who I call my parents, which are Alex and Betty, yeah, Mum's still alive. She's fucking ninety three. You can't kill her. Um, <laughs> they adopted me when I was six months old. Shit. Yeah, so I was adopted in the same family. Now try and work this out. Yeah. So. My dad, who I call dad, he had a sister, which was called Auntie Olga to me as I was growing up. Yeah. She had a son called Cecil. Okay. Cecil was my dad. 
Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that? Because I fucking have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a loop, but yeah. So you thought, did you know him growing up? You thought of him as your cousin or something, did you? Or? No, no, no. So with my biological, well, I call my biological father, uh, he married a lady called Debbie and they obviously had me and they, they you know, got rid of me at six months, but I was kept in the family, luckily for me. So. Yeah. But um, I never had never met him. Um, I'd never met her. A bucket load of siblings or half siblings, whatever you want to call it, um, until I was in the jails. And when I was, I was, we were called up to the, the CIP, Central Industrial Prison. So we had some some shit bags coming in the back of a truck and they're playing up. So we've rocked up there. This is the emergency unit. We've rocked up there to greet these blokes and give them a warm welcome to Long Bay. And um, <laughs> it's just more like a bit of an introduction, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh but, my God. But, but anyway, yeah. um, so. So they've opened up the back of the truck and these blokes are starting to pile off and somebody just yelled out, Curly, right? And with that, I've sort of just it's caught my attention. I've just glanced across. And this bloke's getting off the back of the truck, off, off the back of the divvy van, and we just looked at each other and just went, fuck. And he just went, son. Holy oh, shit. shit. Like looking in the mirror, right? Wow. And I was like, fuck. Anyway, the boys processed them all. I was just, I was just off on doing the guarding aspect of it, and, and I went home and I rang mum. I said, "Mum, mum, fucking Cecil, do you have a nickname?" She said, "Yeah, Curly." Oh wow! Yeah. yeah so it was a lifetime crim. Yeah. Right. Um, shit, real shit bag. Um, and yeah, that was it. So I was like, "Fucking, I should have sent you the photo of it, because when you look at it, you'll go, "Holy shit!" Yeah, so send it to me. It was like yeah, looking in the mirror. Can, yeah. yeah. But, um, that must have freaked you out. How strange. Look it, look, it did. Um, but have you got to know Curly? No, never. No, no. After that? Like no, in your no, no. no, he got processed, got thrown into the system. Uh, the next I heard, long story short, mum called me and said, um, oh, son, your dad's been killed. He was shot. And I was like, oh, fuck. Thinking it was dad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not, not the boy. Uh, yeah, okay. And when I started to sort of tear up, mum goes, oh, no, 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 not Alec. Cecil and I went oh fuck is that all <laughs> like, seriously like shit oh mum please don't do that to me he said oh, I'm yeah. so sorry son so, um, so yeah that's a little bit of trivia for you but, uh, fuck what a true. way to I, meet your I, fucking I know, parents I, isn't I know, it I, I know <laughs> holy I, shit I, I don't know if it's true or not but dad used to say to me he says you know your, your father was your father son but um, he said the type of man he was he turned up to his sister's funeral in a stolen BMW with money in the boot. Oh, so right. Cecil Ledman Way was his name. Yeah, but you, you could probably Google him and find him. A bit yeah, of a crook. Yeah, okay. Maybe that's where I get it from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my mum was adopted. She um didn't go searching for for a long time. She yeah. found out, but yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? You know, I don't um, but it really affected her though, hasn't it? You yeah, know, she's had a bit of a hang up about it. You know, yeah, um, I think she found though it was better off not digging. Yeah, you know, she what? didn't. Didn't find anything too great no, on the other side. Nothing too fantastic. Yeah. No, no. But, um, In fact, she probably dodged a bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was so. very lucky to be adopted, I believe. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was going to say, I think you are lucky if you're adopted. Mm. So did she feel like there was something missing? Like, did she feel like something was not quite right? I think so. Yeah. She doesn't really talk about it, like, to me. But, yeah, yeah I think... I don't know. She probably talked to Matt about it more than... Yeah. We'll have to get her on, actually. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a story. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, there's a lot of stories, especially for women back then as well, because like when... Um, I don't know if we can go too deep into it, but when you had a, a child out of wedlock or anything like that, man, they just 
tried to take the kid off you, man. That yeah. was it, you know. So had to fight tooth and nail to, um, yeah. to keep your own kid. Yeah. So you went from Kapuka. How long were you in? I was down there three years, or not not there three years. Yeah, so but in, in the actual yeah, army. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Um, got out of that and straight into the jail, straight into the, oh, shit. In, okay. into the shit fight. Yeah. In the long day, you know. What, what was the like, transition? Well, oh, yeah, sorry, man. No worries. Um, funny enough, it was, I, was, I had a little bit of time off, probably a couple of months before I went in, but I applied for the coppers and the prisoners at the same time yeah. back, back then. Um, and because I had tattoos, the, the coppers weren't real keen, but from start to finish, by the time I applied for the prisons, it was about four, six, four to six weeks and I was in. So, um, I said that small time off and then, and then started. So that was back in, in 82, late 82. Was that just a, a good paying job or did you want to go in there for a, for a different no, reason? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to stay in government, I suppose. There was nothing really attracting me to it. I just thought, nah, natural progression from, some military service would be, you know, yeah. fiery, ambo, prisons, coppers. Yeah. But they were the two that probably um, got me the most in the sense from a, a training perspective. Yeah. You know, tactical point. So you like training hard? Yeah, like training hard. Yeah. And having a bit of fun. Yeah. Getting out on the piss with the boys afterwards and backing up the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Used to be such fun doing that. Oh, yeah. Can't do it anymore. Not so much fun anymore. Shocking. I heard some, uh, cause my uncle was in the army around the same time. Yep. Through the seventies. Um, and he was in the, fuck. I can't remember what, the, like the guns, like the artillery. Artillery. Was it, that is it. He yeah. He was a drop short. <laughs> he was in it for <laughs> 11 years. Oh, he yeah, fucking yeah. Loved, loved it. it. Cause he was, um, on a peacekeeping mission, I think. Where was it? Timor? Or? East Timor? Was that no, back Timor then? Timor-Leste? No, oh, no, Timor-Leste wasn't, wasn't back then. Timor-Leste is later on. Later. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking this up, but I can't remember. But the one story he did tell me, they, they'd go on these huge runs. Yep. And um, him and his mates knew all the shortcuts, and they'd run to the pub, neck a couple of beers, <laughs> cover themselves in a bit of water, <laughs> and then run through the finish line. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he fucking loved it. He reckons it was the best thing he ever did. Yeah, no, you, you learn a lot. It's good camaraderie too, you know. You, you learn to respect your mates and always have your mates back. And I think that carries over, you know, into, yeah. into, your, into your life. I know I did with me. I still own my own shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fussy. So and it's not that my wife can't because she's great, but I just go, no, fuck it, I own it a certain way. And I did notice when I just met you before that your shirt is very crisp. It's very, yeah, it is mine. actually. This is, like, <laughs> this is tacky. <laughs> Pull mine. Well, my you always good, but it's quite tight, though, isn't it? This is from the breakfast. Yeah, shirts, yeah. shout so. out to Mark and the boys. And the hat. Yeah, they um, we had him on last week and sent us a heap of shit, and yeah, we're fucking very grateful. Looks good. Yeah, it's a great shirt. Have you had breakfast in it yet? No, but I'm waiting to. I think after Mark's fight. Oh, oh yeah. You might, you Are you going down? down? Go, We're going no, down. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd like to, but I think uh, with work it's going to be a bit difficult. Yeah, with know. the COVID. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm lucky to get away with this job I was telling you about before on the weekend, but I'll still be on call. Yeah, know, yeah. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll kind of jump forward a bit, but we might as well. So yeah. how did you get involved doing – what's your role in the COVID, COVID situation? Okay, without naming too many people. Um, so I'm basically the coordinator that sends all the auditors out into okay. the field to audit the COVID, the quarantine hotels. Yeah. So I think we've got 20 in the program. I hope there's no one from the government listening. <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah. in the program. So we'll go and audit anywhere between uh, six and 10 hotels a day. Yeah. So they're constantly being audited every day. 
That's great. Well, I've got heaps of questions about that. Do you think, um, I, I can't put you in a situation though, but I think with a, let's say just technically with a hospital and that, they have a lot of diseased people coming through. And so the filtration system is, is top spec. It's clean, well, I'd say every day and all that. How do hotels compare with like the actual physicality of a hotel versus a hospital? Yeah, yeah. So hotels do have a cleaning schedule, right? Yeah. Some hotels vary. Some will do it every you know, 30 minutes, some will do it every hour. Oh, really? Um, but they're constantly what they call touch point sanitising. So where there's lift buttons, door mm. handles. And I've got to take my hat off to fucking Gladys and, and New South Wales Health and the hotels. They do a good job. Yep. You know, we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. Compared to other states. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're leaps and bounds. And that's not being biased. It's just the way it's being managed. Um, well, you can look at the stats, eh, hey, really? Oh, fuck, yeah, fucking... yeah, just... And, yeah. and bear in mind, who be, we bear the brunt of the people coming home. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so it's like, <laughs> fuck, you know, we have half a dozen incidents and the rest of the country's jumping up and down, yet... Yeah, that's know, right. No, but in answer to your question, no, they, they're they pretty good, you know, yeah. considering that this is also a whole new... Um, well, they weren't designed for it, were they? No, you know? they, they weren't. Mm. And, you know, for somebody to go around just, oh, has that been cleaned? No, okay, well, I'll do it. You know, but now they've got a routine. They look at it. They go, "Yep, there's your tick and flick." Because yeah. we'll go into a hotel and we'll ask that question. You know, like, "How often are you cleaning?" And yeah. we'll do that all the time. Yeah. Even though you just asked me that yesterday. Yeah, okay. We'll yeah, keep on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So consistency and persistency. And right? did you so, come up with those protocols? Or? No. So that was a combination of the government and our, I suppose, my boss. Um, yeah. I'll just refer to him as. Um, Boss. Juliet Alpha. Nissel's <laughs> 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 a JA. Yeah. Um, so we've sat down and just come up with a whole bunch of questions based in and around what we thought would be suitable for the security program of it. Yeah. And then it sort of just sort of filled it out into you know the hotels as well. Because remember, it's a, of course it's a um, police program run by the police. We don't have a lot to do with them, but we'll still go in and ask questions in and around what's okay, happening day to day. But it, primarily our focus is on the guard force and how they're handling the the hotel and how they're managing their staff. The guard force is... Okay, so they're private security contractors. Okay. So when you see these things on TV where you get some poor guard that's been asleep because yeah, someone stuck it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, it's happened in Sydney. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can, can't hide that and there's no shame about it because you think about it, it's a fucking prick of a job when you're sitting on a hotel floor yeah. for 12 hours a day and 12 hours a night conducive to sleep because the lights are dim. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. It gets yeah. hot. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not sticking up for them, but it it's, happens. it's a fucking tough job. Fuck, but, yeah. You know, so each hotel has anywhere from six guards up to 42 guards. Mm. So it's a big program. We'll have up to 830 guards a day on seven days a week. Shit. So that's a lot of questions mm. um, and a lot, a lot of areas we've got to focus on in the guard force because they've got the primary role, right? They've got, yeah. the, they've got one of the toughest roles. Police will process them. They get checked into a room, and they've got a guard on the floor that every time somebody sticks their head out, it's got to go, folks, sorry, you've got to stick your head back in the door. Go again. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yes. What do they do in that situation? Yeah. So then they maintain their safe distance, and they'll just radio down to the control room, um, and then the coppers will come up. And there's the cops, cops there that can... Cops will come and deal with it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because it's different but similar. I had a job once when I was younger as a hole watcher for like um, BOC gases. They were doing a fit out and there's these enclosed spaces, enclosed space yep. watcher, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I had my checkbook there and I wasn't able to do it. I just sit there for fucking 12 hours, bored <laughs> out of the fucking brain. So I know exactly what they're coming from. And then you get these tradesmen come up 
And you'd say, oh, okay, guys, you got all your equipment there and you got to sign on your oxygen level test and all that. And they'd just tell you, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be like, well, there's no cops there. It was like, okay, well, then they just go in. What are you, yeah. what can you do? Like, I can do fucking anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, oh, no, it's, uh, it's, you're not going to start a fight over no, a fucking hole. Well, I can't even write down they refuse to sign it because then I get them and shit and yeah. then they, you know, so oh, it didn't happen. It wasn't me. Yeah. It's weird. But here's something that probably many people don't know. Poor old Garforce, they, so they get swab tested every day. So, you know, we'd have a normal COVID test, right? Yeah. Um, what, what is the normal? Because I've heard a few different variations. So they'll go in every day, be start a shift, yeah. right? Sometimes it can't be done, like dead set at the start of the shift. But during the day, during their shift process, they will be swab tested, right, every single day. Up the nose? No, okay. tongue. Yeah. Right? The nasal job, no, 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 because that was just, you'd have, no, you'd have no guard force. Fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to work to get something shoved up my nose every day. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. But, um, but our auditors go through the same process. So that's, I think, one of the biggest differences is how, again, going back to Gladys and the New South Wales health team, um, is the way it's just been managed. Mm. So much more professional. Yeah, there's issues. There's always going to be issues because yeah. you're dealing with people. Yeah. Um, but the swab test, you know, it had a bit of pushback at first, but now it's like, well, fuck, it works. Yeah, yeah. Because it gives you that early indicator. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think, it, yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're getting the back of your skull scraped out every time. Fuck oh, you, you guys have been COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not test. nice, right? Nah, it's not. It's not nicest. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting time for you for this to happen, isn't it? You know, this is like a once once in a hundred year thing. So yeah, it is. And it's have you ever guys have you guys seen Contagion? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. It can't, I'm pretty sure they, after COVID kind of broke out, and it was a couple of weeks in, they put it on on yeah. TV as <laughs> yeah. a, you know, like, fuck, oh, no. this but is it, happening. But it's scary how something like that can happen. Yeah. yeah and I know I mentioned before, like, I'm into conspiracy theories, but... Oh, um, we're right yeah, into we'll, 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 we'll go, we'll we'll go, go down, down, that. down, the, down <laughs> the end of it. But, yeah, um, yeah like, I watched it uh, today, you know, in bits and pieces while I was having some smoke on that, and I was like, fuck, it's so close on the money. Yeah. You know, the way something had started and, and, and transmitted. You know, yeah. Just. Well, a couple of months scary. before COVID hit, Bill Gates' foundation did a COVID run through on what they were going to do if COVID hit, like actual COVID. And they said it might come from South America or China, but it'll come from pigs or some shit. It was like two yeah. months beforehand, man. It was, it was pretty yeah. fucking on the money, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we can Gates. Not that we're saying it happened or any shit like that, but no. you know. And, um, and, and how did he know that? Mm. Mm. Who came up with that <laughs> that theory? Well, also, uh, and Bill, what's he? I know he's into viruses because he's Windows, but <laughs> actual viruses, like he's got fucking patents on all these uh, all these viruses, coronaviruses as well. Like, why has Bill Gates got all these patents on actual physical vi- viruses? It's not a conspiracy. You can, he does have patents on viruses. It seems like a very yeah. very strange weird. thing to, for a computer geek to do. You know, weird. yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely weird. Fucking Bill Gates, he makes my <laughs> well, stomach turn. Eh? Yeah, was, I always thought it was a bit of a push, uh, a bullshit thing about him. I thought oh, I need people to stick him to it because he's um, successful. But when you actually look at it, man, uh, his he's a eugenicist in a way. He, he, they're close to Nazis, you know. Yeah. Like he fucking mm. believes in a, a supreme race and 
he's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, is that the best we can do? Surely not. Talking about scumbags, um, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely the, when you're, um, in the prison, yep. like working as, a, what, what were they? So I was a screw. You were What's well, commonly called a screw, right? Yep. So I did my basic training like everybody else. And then after about, it was probably about a year, um, I went straight across to the SRU, which is the special response units. So that's like the umbrella, what we call the umbrella. And sitting inside that, you've got your emergency unit, your dog squad, your weapons unit, your fucking hostage response group, um, and your IRU, your internal investigation unit. So I, that's where I spent the rest of my career till I got out. So, um, How yeah. long were you in there for? From 82, late 82 to 89. Oh, yeah. So uh, it bit started to change it. Again, fucking these small groups that think they've got rights and... That's another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another day. So you've got to meet some yeah, definite yeah. characters while, while you're in there. Did, yeah, met some real good characters. Um, yeah. Like a, like a shitload. I was saying earlier, that, um, met the Murphy brothers, but they were just mainly through transporting them in and around the jails yeah. and, and, and courts and that. And it was were you like following? They were, were shitbags. No, I wasn't following them. So basically yeah. what had happened, within a jail, whenever there's what they call a high-risk escort mm-hmm. that's required... Uh, normally a transport unit to do it, but if it's classified as high risk, so four wheels is what we call transport, general transport going from you know, a long bay to Parramatta, yeah, okay. a long bay yeah. to Goulburn, just a normal transfer of an inmate, right? No no real high risk. Yeah. But if there was a high risk, then we'd get involved, the emergency unit or the special response unit is to get involved, and you know we'd, we'd go fully tactical. You should have a lead vehicle, escort vehicle, oh, yeah. rear vehicle, You'd have an advance party going to the location. You'd be all tooled up like you're going to World War Three. <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Ready to go. So, so did you, um, so were you, were you picked for that because of your army training prior or? No, 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 no. So up? there's a process you've got to go through. Um, so I just applied to go across to the unit. Yeah. You go down and you have an interview. Um, obviously army training help, but yeah. it's, um, from a discipline point of view, from a tactical point of view, all that sort of stuff. Had some, you know, basic fundamentals there. But um, they'll interview process and they'll go, yep, you're a good bloke or no, you're a rat bag, you know, you're not coming in. Yeah. Um, you'd go down for a week if you were selected. You'd do a couple of weeks on the job with the boys um, just to see how you fit in. And then if you got, th- you got through that, you're, you're fucking home and home. So, um, and they were good times. Yeah. Like, they, they were... They oh, the the they training were really, and that? Yeah, the training. So yeah. we were training with the police. We'd, uh, they'd come out. So the old... Those guys, I think it was called the TRG, Tactical Response Group, which were the heavy hitters, along with the SWAS boys. They'd come out to the jail, um, and we'd do exercises with them. So we'd, like, throw them into a... Or we'd go into a cell. We'd play inmate. <laughs> yeah, well. And they'd play, you know, Mr. Prison Officer, come in and get me out. And we used to bash the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, roof assaults, all that sort of stuff. Fucking yeah. good fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was good fun. Oh, man. Sounds awesome. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, really, really good. They do that now? Yeah, they still they're train. Still, you yeah, it. yeah. Well, you have to, don't you? you know? It's like anything. It's like with Mark, you know, with boxing. Mm. Um, that's why you got to spar because if your training's not realistic... What yeah, good is it really? Fuck, eh? Yeah, it's just mm. you go nowhere. Yeah, so you yeah. got to make it as real as possible. Obviously, you know you got to try and minimize injuries and that sort of thing. But if you do your risk management and all that sort of stuff, you you should be pretty right. But you just can't help it naturally when somebody fucking when you say duck, they've thought you said fuck, and you're still standing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And you cock one. Yeah, <laughs> and that so. Uh, there's an inmate in a cell. Yep. You come in with like just full shields, like pasted shields, yeah, and, yeah. and put them up against the wall type thing. Yeah, yeah. We ask them very nicely to <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- to step out of the way. 
Um, yeah. But everything we used to do was video. But, yeah, getting back to your question. So we'd man up, normally a three-man assault team, maybe maybe four, depending on how many crims were in the cell. Yeah. Right? And then a cell's not very big. You know, it's, it's, it's bugger all. So as soon as he'd crack the door, get rid of whatever was barricading it, he'd probably try and throw hot water over you or something like that or throw shit at you. But you got your shield up, you got okay, your helmets yeah, yeah. on. Yeah. You, you go straight through and the guy with the lead shield will punch through the door, right, and all the shit. You're behind him pushing the poor fucker. <laughs> 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 and then you'll break right or break left and come out and then just um, deal with a bloke with a bat and also yeah. spraying with some pepper gas and OC yeah. and wish so, him a happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is that like the protocol that's been figured out from... Many years. Yeah, of, many years. Yeah. yeah, It's like a lot of things from a tactical perspective, you know. You're learning. Le- yeah, you're learning. It's all, always learning on the go, and everybody learns from everyone, mm. um, you know, whether you're police or fucking screws, army, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone learns from everyone. Yeah, that, that screw. I remember watching Prisoner when I was a kid, and that, and it's, that screw has been around for fucking ages, isn't it? Yeah. I thought they might have changed it. Yeah, now, no, know? screw, screw, gate up, boss. Fucking yeah. open the gate. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Yeah, because uh, when when Marky told you know sent your CV through and that, I did. A, I was saying before I did a bit of research on the some of the guys, on the that, Murphy brothers. Yeah, the yeah. Murphy what's up brothers? with the Murphy brothers? Fucking I don't hell. know them. Yeah, no, so, I'm sorry, you can. yeah. Well, I, I just. Um, I ended up Wikipedia first on Anita Cobby, the yep. murder and that. And, um, one thing that I, I knew a little bit about it, but it was a long time ago, but there was a 13-year-old that witnessed it and he was like, he seen the car pull up and she got dragged in and um, screaming and stuff like that and her, his mum come out and he ended up legging it after the car. He must have had some balls of steel. Ran back to the house. The next-door neighbour pulled up. The kids told the neighbour, like, what's happened. What's happened? He's gone driving around. Yeah. Um, Blacktown, was it? Was it Blacktown? Mm. Blacktown. Just driving around looking for her. Went to a field. Yeah. And um, he had a torch and he, he's, like, seen the car there and it had all the doors open and it looked abandoned. Yeah. Stolen yeah. car. So he just jumped back in the car. But it come out later that those guys said they were lay- laying in the long grass. Yeah. Like, shitting themselves because this... Yeah. Yeah, no, the shit. shit they did to her was unbelievable. That's um, yeah, you don't, yeah, even some of the, the most hardened blokes I've worked with, like it's not, it's not good, you know, and especially when you're a parent yourself. Oh mm. fuck yeah, you know, yeah, yeah we're all just, parents. It's just like, uh, fuck yeah. fucking yeah. animals. Yeah. The animals aren't like that. We don't need to go into, uh, into no, details, man. No, but yeah, it's just, yeah, they get they get, they got the reception they deserve when they arrive. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, yeah. say I heard. So there is a bit of yeah. a bit always. of honour and or something. Yeah, there's always there. a welcoming yeah. party to welcome you to the jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what you've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where did they, where did they end up? They ended up at Park Lee. Okay. Yeah. So but they were just fucking shit bags. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's I mean there's been over the years when you think about it, it's been worse, but it's just still you just can't. You just can't comprehend how you'd you'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Like something's obviously, you know, talking about rehabilitation, but how do you rehabilitate that? Yeah, you know, like yeah, you can't. You can't, right? You're either a a wire short somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or you've got a few loose screws that you can't tighten up. Mm. Something's not right. Yeah, and to have four of them. You know, just like, like how well, do you get four scumbags? There's normally a, a ringleader and there's like yeah, there's two weaklings or something that yeah. are too fucking scared yeah. to do anything yeah. and go along. The, the yeah, it's yes kind of... It's very... I doubt if there's four 
because after they rape, they raped what? her and that, they they were kind of peer pressure and it, they're going to have to kill her. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, speaking of fun, let's fun make things, it a bit positive. Yeah, you, you met up with Malat in there. Um, no, no, I haven't met. No, not really. No, um, Tom Domican, Yes, um, took him on an escort once. He was an interesting character. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, he was just a, another standover man. And yeah, he was a famous dude from the fifties or something, wasn't he? Or was I don't know what era he was from, but he was a nasty piece of work. Yeah. Um, but he got crooked one night. We had to take him out in the hospital, and just as we we're about to go, we got tipped off that they might try and break him out. So I that, ended, really up, that ended up turning into World War Three from our perspective because yeah. we. Had to go to the hospital. Basically, locked the fucking hospital down. This was out. Of, wow, really? That was out of Prince Henry Hospital, out of La Perouse. Yeah, well, that was that was interesting. Went off without a hitch. Yeah, it's just just one of those one of those things. But um, yeah, that's def- definitely some interesting characters in there. Um, Roger the Dodger was on. Yeah, your Roger list. Rogerson. Roger yeah. Rogerson. Yeah, he's another sh- so he- uh, <laughs> difficult man. Well, Roger was a, a cop, wasn't he? He was, yeah. he was a copper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, a, yeah, he was in and out though. He, eh? Yeah, he was in and out, but. <laughs> That was policing in those days, right? Oh, yeah. So we're a different, when I say we, law enforcement and the the justice system or judicial system is a different kettle of fish these days. Back in those days, the only thing that the rat bags we were dealing with understood and respected was to be tipped upside down mm. and to play hardball. Today, yeah, yeah. it's completely different. Completely different. Like, I don't, you guys might remember this, but a number of years back, there was a lot of issues out in Bankstown and Tilapia Street, Bankstown. A lot of shootings, just a lot of... Yeah, yeah, I remember you, that. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a gang... Yeah, um, Gang-related, gang right? Uh, what were they called? Oh, I can't remember now. Um, I remember a guy at work was telling, talking about it. They were just... And it was just that one era and then the yeah, ga- like, and the gang's gone now, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but there was a, a photo, and it's, it's always stuck in my mind, where there was a young bloke from Bankstown, Tilapia Street, doing that at the coppers. Like, yeah, it was yeah. captured on... Do you remember that photo? No, I haven't seen a photo. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if that had happened to any one of us, he wouldn't have his fingers. Because yeah, yeah. we were brought up in that area, yeah. he just would have snapped him. But the poor old copper, until his credit, just was like, mate, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, dude, break his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is just... You, you, you don't do that. I yeah. mean, I know you've got to, you've got to be sensible and you can't you know, meet force with force, but shit. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's got to be that... At, even keel of respect and if you're not getting it you've got to do something else yeah you know. what's the prison system like now in regards to like the rules of I don't know engagement if they call yeah, them that yeah so in uh, so if you look on the back of my shirt I don't know if you can see it it's got called 100C on the yeah, back yeah I can right? see it yeah. so that was in memory of a mate of ours that passed away several years ago um, and the term 100C is the use of force right okay yeah so um, the 100 we went on a 100C tour but getting back to um that wasn't obviously caused problems. That was just to go and get pissed. But um, <laughs> so whenever you'd go in and deal with the situation, you'd have to use force. You'd have to justify it. So you'd have to make a statement. You yep. know, all of you to do it. And we were videoed. Mm. So everything we did was under video. Yeah. Now, as you well know, there's always technical issues with videos too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, we do know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ba- ba- batteries go flat. The guy carrying the yeah. camera falls over. Yeah. 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 These these just turn off yeah. every now and then. <laughs> Battery. I better fucking check it. Yeah, locks are on. We've had it happen a couple of times, but no, no, no there is but, there is a, a, a yeah, process or yeah. a use of force guideline. Yeah, um, and, and the terminology usually is you know use the, the the amount of force necessary to mitigate the risk, right? Yeah, you know, just sort of simplifying it a little bit. Yeah. How's, how's Long Bay itself as a as a structure? You know, is, is pretty old now. Aren't yeah, you? she's pretty old now. She's been through some changes. Um, 
you've now got the new psych ward out there, the new jail. Oh, yeah, I've got a friend who um, was a psych uh, psychologist or what? Yep. Psychiatrist out there. Yep, yeah, yep. That, that's out there now. A couple of years. Yeah. You got the uh, the SPU, the special purpose unit out there as well. That's um, that's where all the uh, people that turn crowds evidence and all the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go, um, and people that just can't make it in a normal jail. So, like, if you can't make it in segregation, or then you you put down there. Yeah, that's a new um, building, is it? Or no, the, the SPU's been there for a little while as well. Okay. Um, not as new. It's it's a lot older than the the psych ward. Well, the psychiatric hospital, but um, yeah, look, she is getting old, but she's still uh, got some history. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, she definitely got history yeah, for one sure. Of the, one of the coldest places in the world in winter. Really? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it comes off the breeze comes off the bay. Yeah, and it's all sandstone. Uh, and oh, it's just yeah, fun. yeah. The breeze comes around the square or the circle, so it's. Uh, but there's four. I don't know if you know this, but there's a the MTC, so the Malabar Training Centre, <clears throat> Central Industrial Prison, Metropolitan Reception Prison, um, the Remand Centre. Special purpose unit, psych yeah. unit. Yeah, wow. So it's a big. She's a big. It's giant, huge. Right? I think it's a couple of Pri- hectares. Prime land. Prime land. Yeah, I was going to say because eventually <laughs> that land's going to be worth more than it's going to be worthwhile building another prison somewhere else, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to just see one massive big prison in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And just boom. Yeah, Central Australia or something. Drop them. Yeah, stick them out on a rig. Oh yeah, wasn't there? There was a movie like that. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. I think there's been quite a few movies. Like that. <laughs> what jail was it where the, the girlfriend came in the helicopter? Do you remember know. that? Was escape? that a movie? Was that a real thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Mm. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. So that was was uh, that a long? No, that was um yeah, that was legit. That was uh, Silverwater. Silverwater. I yeah, can't, yeah, I can't remember the bird's name, but yeah, they landed a chopper in the field next to the prison. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking true love. <laughs> I would never find a girl that would do that for me. I don't know. They're out there. Yeah, they're getting pretty desperate. I think no, it's, it's a different world today. Yeah, yeah, a little bit different. The tactics are a little bit different. Um, and then you had um, just can't think of his name at the moment, but you, there was a, a gentleman a few years ago or a number of years ago that um, was a prison activist, and he was like, "You can't use this. You can't do that." Um, and it was just like, you know, it changed the system. It changed the way the tactical operations occurred. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was for the better, but um, you just you started seeing a different calibre of person come into the unit as well. Um, and this might sound really fucking wanky, but um, we've had we had guys coming in going, you can't do that. And you look at them and go, so have you got my back? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. are you going to cover me when I go through and have to tip this bloke upside down? And they'll be like, oh, well, you know, it's just as long as you only use a minimum of health. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What are they, just the new guys in? New breed. Fuck you that. know, well, yeah. welfare-minded. Because um, you got, but again, it might sound bad, but you're in jail for a reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you've taken somebody's life or if you've just ruined somebody's future, um, your rights should be bare minimal. Mm. You get fed, you get clothed. Yeah, yeah. And nothing not, else. None of this outside contact. Yeah, no, yeah, no. No fucking live stream movies, no TV. Yeah, there's guys with podcasts in America that are they're locked yeah. up for murdering one oh, I'm pretty sure one guy murdered his mother or something. He's got a fucking podcast in his yeah. in his cell. Yeah, yeah. It's like streaming. No, there has to be some it's gotta be a, uh, a deterrent, doesn't it? You know, like it's like yeah. I don't want to fucking go back there. You know, well that's I'm right. Do anything I can not to go yeah. back there. Hundred percent. Yeah, is Long Bay Long Bay is our maximum? So is it? it's one of them, but the the big ones, Goulburn. You got Goulburn Tracks, which oh, is yeah. where they put a lot of the 
quite unquote um, terrorist type boys and yeah, yeah i mean it's all changed now i was in ages ago as you can imagine but it's um it's one of the big ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's no you know fuck, you're doing your time so you shouldn't be getting cups of tea and scones and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> movies on demand like i mean fair go. yeah like yeah. You know, if you want to do something That's... pick up a book and read yeah, yeah like, it might help you out a bit yeah, yeah maybe yeah. they should put them through some sort of fucking um like university degree well, they, or some shit. They do get educated. Some guys oh, uh, yeah. do go through uni. A couple and of them have finished law degrees. And they turn around. Fuck. You know? Yeah, some do, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best. I've only been in the job, I think, about I don't know, three or four months, and I was overseeing uh, some tradies, oh, not tradies, some crims in the trade room. And one of them came up, he was an old fella, um, Will, McKin- Will, Will, Will McInnes, something like that. And he said, bit of advice, boss, because you've got a young face. Never step, never step away if someone's staring you down. Stand your ground, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I went, okay, thanks for that advice, mate. He goes, seriously, he said, just stand your ground. Don't fucking look down. Don't do these ones. Just go, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, go, so, yeah. and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Can that be- was it. Did you ever see any? Because I like watching movies. Everyone does in the prison movies. You know, like pick the biggest guy. Yeah, was yeah, there any yeah, of that yeah, shit yeah, ever going yeah. on? There was that stuff. <laughs> there was that stuff, That's unbelievable. and there is there is a hierarchy in the jail. Yeah, there, there is, and and uh, some of those blokes have got their uh, what they call their bum boys. So they you know got the pick of the crop or whatever they, they <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. take home. And they used to be uh, the original word for them was punks. And that's was when it the, when punk music came out? They're like. Why'd you fucking call us punks? You know, we're not punks. You know? And so that was the original kind of, yeah, bum boy thing in jail was a punk. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all those punk musicians out there. Yeah. uh, But it's one of the funny things about jails is you've got, again, I'll just don't want to sound racist, but you've got your Asians hang together, your Lebs hang together, Mm. your Samoan boys hang together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all stay within their clan. Yeah. It's funny. Safety in numbers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then you, yeah. Then you what a, I often thought about, <laughs> about you guys as prison guards that you're in prison as well. Like, I know you get to leave, but you go to this yeah. fucking pretty horrible place every day as yeah. well, you know? Like, did that affect, affect you being in that environment? I didn't think it had affected me. Um, and some of the mates I've still got today, we call, we go on this thing called Dinosaur Reunion, but coming back to your question, mm. um, no, but I, I realised post uh, getting out of the jails that I had these, I would build brick walls and it yeah. was very hard to break them down and very hard to let people in. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I would literally size somebody up within five seconds and go, no, nah, you're a prick. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk to you. Because you need yeah, that yeah. intuition, eh? Like, you just had it. Like, yeah. You know, so, and then as you get older and a bit smarter and a bit wiser and you start to read and educate yourself a bit better, it's still there. Mm. But you give you can a little bit more. I'm a little bit more. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Won't close it off completely. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly right. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it does. And you're right. You, we can go home, but counselling for us in those days when we were involved in anything was like down the pub or something. Yeah, spot on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah, old fashioned yeah. Well, counseling. at least you had like, like we were talking about it the other day. Like, how many you know going to the pub isn't really a thing for guys too much like now with covid and stuff like that like, even before then that kind of cultures there's not they're all they're all fucking hipster bars now which is cool man yeah. i don't mind the hipsters but 
that culture's just kind of gone. And it's, I used to work at, at the Heritage, and um, I remember John, the barman there, he, like he did the day shift, and he, you know, one day he came into the kitchen, I was the chef there, and he goes, man, I'm like a fucking psychologist here or some shit, you know, and there's always a tradie crying at the end of the bar, or, yeah. and he said, you know, and they had nowhere to go, like, the pub was the place, they thought, oh, I've got to get down the pub and, and, and drink this shit away, you know? Yeah. PTs would be the same. You yeah, put yeah. someone through a rigorous workout, they'll probably open up with it, like, yeah, Anything, oh, yeah, well, know, that's like, right. Well, it's just contact, isn't it? You know? yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's not necessarily alcohol. In fact, that's you don't talk properly when you have a gut full of alcohol and you don't yeah, actually get to the root of the dribble, problem, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you fucking dribble. But the, yeah. the, the best psychologists in the world aren't the ones that go to uni. No. They're the ones that cut your hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barbers and hairdressers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like they've, they heard, they've heard it all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and they give you actual advice, you know. And you unload yeah. on them. Oh, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. He's, um, so the Americans got the, the hole. Do we have, does Australia have anything like oh, that? Or? We, we have, we have segregation and isolation and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You can get thrown into a, like a funny room, like, like a pen, but it's, mate. Nothing like over there. Nah, you just go one up. You know, we don't have, yeah. Not like you see in the Green Mile where you're going to the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, we don't. We don't really have that. Yeah. Uh, the closest thing we ever came to that, which is uh, was a place called Katingle, right? Which is where um, Cox escaped from. Russell Cox. You know, have you heard of Russell Cox? No, like, I know the name. So he he was the, he was the uh, only person to escape from Katingle, and he was caught a few years later, a number of years later, with Raymond John Denny. They were caught in. Um, I think it was Newtown. They were trying to rob a, blind, a joint. Uh, anyway, he went tits yeah, up yeah. and did, did, didn't work. Right? Yeah, yeah. Any smart crim. Um, but Katingle was purpose-built to have um, basically one, one crim per cell, no physical contact with guards, so everything was at distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was the closest thing we came. Yeah. Um, and then that got shut down due to activist groups. Um, so we took over, the SRU took over that, and that became our, um, our training ground and our training cells. Um, and we set up a museum, we set up an indoor range. Wow. Um, and for some of us, we would sleep there as well. So you'd sleep in a cell. Shit. You know, so if you go out on a piss one night, you'd come back. There's a cell for you. a cell for you. Holy shit. Don't what lose is the, the keys, man. What is the training like for a prison... Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, so your general training's like a lot of things. Like you learn your, your your jail rules and regulations and laws and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you learn how to search, basic searching, of course. You know, head top yep. of jail. Um, and then you just learn some general jail duties. You know, your post, what they call specific post duties. So if you're on a specific post, you've got certain things you have to do at certain times. Mm. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty basic. But your SRU side of it's a little bit different. You know, yeah, it's where you learn all your weapon skills. Prison yep. officers get basic fundamental weapon training, like with a thirty-eight back in those days and a Ruger two two three. It's all different now, different family of weapons. Yeah. So that was basic. Um, but in the SRU, you more tactical training. Yeah, so yeah. How to enter a cell, how to pull somebody off a roof, you know, how to handcuff somebody, use of gas and yeah, yeah, okay. different things. Because you know, you've got a lot of experience in that. And one thing I wanted to ask you. Um, about uh, like tactical stuff was with the um, with the lint uh, terrorist thing that went on there with that nutcase guy. How do you think that that was handled? Do you think? Well, I think the biggest mistake we made was um, letting it go to fucking air. Oh right. shit! Yeah, the TVs mm. were fucking on. And yeah, the, that's yeah. that's just a big mistake. Because um, the thing I want to say about that is you, 
just like us, we get up every morning, shit, shower, shave, shampoo, and we go to work, right? Yeah. So, and people got families. Those guys didn't go to work expecting to shoot mm. the people that they shot. Yeah, right? of course now, not. Now, people yeah. can say it's part of the job, but unless you're there, yeah, what you see on TV, what you hear on TV, is completely different to actually being live on the ground. There were some tactically some operational things that probably could have been managed a little bit better, not by the assaulters, but well, by, I think by, by then the, it had gone too far. I thought they the could talk. have. I've seen they could have. What, what, the was it, yeah, couldn't they have just? Yeah, although evidently so, the bank was, yeah. was there was thick glass or some shit. Was that the issue? Yeah, so he, yeah, but not only that, right? From a risk management point of view, and I I know that that um, that policeman went on TV and said, you know, I had the, had the green light, I had to fucking go. Yeah, but okay, so wind resistance. Deflection, not really knowing what was in his bag. Mm, yeah, did yeah. he have a handheld debt? Like, like, was it a too many unknowns? Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. So the only way that was ever going to end, well, it was never going to end peacefully because yeah. he was not going to negotiate his way out. He wasn't no. going because he was a bit, <coughs> bit loopy, right? Was the assaulters? Yeah, but the only reason they the assault was because of what happened inside. Yeah, mm. that's right. Right. So it's there's a whole bunch of maybes, and sadly, people lost their lives that day and but for me sitting back you know having an, an idea of the, the tactical theater um i wouldn't um there's not much I, you could have done i wouldn't yeah and it's fine to have all these experts come on and just, from an armchair point of view. yeah that's right but yeah. if you're the sniper there and if you miss he could waste everyone in the fucking yeah, room you know I mean, so yeah and all those boys i think you know did the best they could with what they had yeah, so yeah, of course, you know yeah. a tradesman's only as good as the tools he's got and the information yeah. the that he's got in front of him. Yeah, you. the plan. Or um, and they, they hit the go button. As soon as they heard that weapon go, they were yeah, like, yeah. fuck everybody else. We're, we're going in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if anybody has ever been in a room where, you know, throwing some flashbangs in, you get some smoke, you've got distractions, yeah. you've got people running and... Chaos. It's, Fucking it's, chaos. It's a clusterfuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and our guys need more of that training and they, they're definitely get, they're getting a lot better at it. Mm. Um, whereas the SAS, they, that's all they train in every single day of the week. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, our guys don't put as many rounds down as they do. Yeah. You know, they still fire a lot, but SAS is pumping thousands of rounds now. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, I take my hat off to them. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, it didn't turn out too good, but... Fuck. Well, people got out alive. You know, people still, did get out alive. Yeah, yeah exactly was right. It, I don't remember. Was it three? Man, that, man, yeah, it was I think it was like two, wasn't it? it? Was He, she shot the, the fucking manager of the cafe. Yeah. Fuck's sake, yeah, you yeah. go to work, you're on 20 bucks an hour and some <laughs> asshole shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's, yeah, but it should uh, should be a complete media ban. I mean, of course it Yeah, yeah, yeah. 101, wouldn't it? You think they would have learned from Black September, right? You know, with the Israelis and that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And they had the TVs now. Was that the Olympics, was it? Yeah. That, yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how they got their intel. They were just yeah. sitting there going, oh, okay, these guys are coming from here, these guys are coming yeah, from yeah. here. It's like... How did you do that now, though, with, you know, there's all these different media companies and that. Does, Everyone's what, got what, a phone. Would or you need to go to a judge and say, fucking, yeah, you know, it, it would be, be such a long, drawn-out process to get them to cut it off, eh? Yeah, or, it should just be a straight-out um, a warrant. Just got, like, fuck, in the event of any emergency... You know, the live streams are off. Live yeah. streams are off. Yeah. Yeah. Like completely off. Really? And, and if you stream it, you fuck, go take your license. Mm. Like, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. stream that stuff. Mm. Imagine what it does for people sitting at home. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. You your families and that are in there as well. Yeah. You got people that might go, oh, this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But seriously? And it's all to yeah. fucking sell <clears throat> cornflakes or whatever fucking advertising's coming up. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's fucked, isn't it's, it? it's not right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big believer in that. Don't. And plus, you're, the other thing you. What you're letting out is you're letting out 
most people probably know it anyway, but you're letting tactics out. You're yeah. allowing people to see a tactical operation. Should not happen. Mm. No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway. Yeah, so we did the prison. Long Bay, you are in there for yeah, six, eight, eight years? Yeah, maybe? seven, 82 to 89. And yeah. then um, got out of that and then basically sort of went um, PMC, like a private military contractor, but worked for a bunch of different people. Yeah. yeah. A whole bunch of different people. Um Fuck! I don't even think I've put them all on there. It's just, you remember, I'm sixty, right? Yeah, 60. You don't look it. Fucking, I'm, I'm, yeah. I forget what happened last week. Like yeah, fucking yeah. years ago, thirty years ago. Um, but yeah, no. So I worked with some good companies, and um, probably one of the best was uh, MLW Risk Management. Um, they were really good. Got to travel a lot with those guys. Yeah, overseas did a lot of. Um, Audits on mine sites around explosives, which you yeah. guys don't understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, being yeah. stored in containers and that yeah. sort of thing. So you were um, going underground, was it? I was or? doing both, so yeah. open pit and underground. So yeah, you, yeah and which will lead us into P&G a bit later. But yeah, yeah so I sort of travelled around um, Barrick Gold Mines, um, Placidome, some, some really big players. Mm-hmm. Um, did all their audits for them, set up some standards for them in regards to how it should be stored based on Australian standards. Yeah. Um, and that was really good, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and during that period, also lucky enough to do a fair bit of protection work, personal protection work with some yeah, that's some, right, some yeah, celebrities. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some, yeah, some proper ones or some, some real proper ones. Yeah, yeah awesome. That, that, was, that was good. Um, Who was your favourite? Oh, honestly, my real favourite. I've probably got two. Um, probably uh, Gina Davis was one. Oh yeah, yeah. So I looked after her for a bit with a good mate of mine, Martin Simich. Um, she came out to Australia for... She came out with Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck, that was years ago, man. I can't yeah. Remember, I can't remember when that was now. But she came out to release that, and um, Samuel Jackson came out as well. Oh, Samuel. Um, yeah, Samuel. Yeah. Dean, yeah. <laughs> All he wanted to do was where could you buy weeds? Dude, we don't do that shit. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that, man. Yeah. He yeah. said, come on, man, where can we get some? Uh, we don't do that shit. Yeah. Speak to Village Road Show. You know, yeah, speak yeah, to the people right. that brought you out, man. <laughs> They'll find that. So yeah, these not us. celebrities come out, they always get an escort? Is... Yeah, depend- yeah, most. Most, most do. Um, yep. I've actually forgotten how many I've looked after, but she was good. And probably one of yeah, the next most favourite would have probably been, um, wouldn't really call her a celebrity, she's a good Aussie bird, Miranda Kerr. I was going to say oh, that. Yeah. I was like, fuck, which one is it? I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Because you had her for a while, wasn't I, I, it? Yeah, I babysat her. <clears throat> I call it babysat because bodyguarding is like, when you're looking after celebrities, it's not fucking protection work. It's babysitting, right? Yeah. yeah. You're just sort of keeping them away from a bit of a crowd and... Some fruit loops. Um, protection works when you're really doing the the big work where you've got advanced parties and motorcade drills and yeah, yeah. Um, and there's an actual risk. Yeah, right? there is actually a there's threat. not there's like, a proven yeah, threat. Yeah, this is more just to basically tick some boxes, make them feel comfortable, and yeah. that's fine. Keep you the know, crowd back. Keep the crowd back. Yeah. yeah, look for the people that are looking at you, not at them. Yeah. So that's what we used to teach guys. Just, oh, is want, that right? Yeah. yeah okay. Well, you think about it, right? Star stuck people are going to go. Oh, look at her. But if I've got someone that's eyeballing me, watching every move I'm making on my team, mm. I'm like, okay, you're looking for an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so that's a great the, idea. You're looking yeah. for the body language, right? Yeah. Um, What's the the body, bodyguard schooling like? How, how do you get? It's, it's fucking pretty piss poor. And, oh, sorry, no, I'll take. I'll, I'll retract that. It used to be bad. Okay. It's a lot better these days. Yeah. So you've got courses. You can go overseas. You can do a thing called the Ronan course, which is really in depth, and that's you know that's at military level. Um, 
but again, it's a balance of how much work, how much money do you want to invest? Yeah, yeah. the type of work you're actually doing. Yeah, right. Eh? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have and there's to, a skill level as yeah. well involved. Do so. you need like a prior training to get to that, or for the Roman course, they like you to have some military experience, yeah. some background experience, uh, or law enforcement for yeah, that yeah. matter. Um, but you know, every, the normal everyday bloke can go and do a bodyguard course. And, mm. But in Australia at the moment, there's actually no uh, real. Decent recognised courses. It's part of a module to get your your one, what they call your one B, which is on your license. It's fucking two days or something. Oh, okay, and you yeah. really uh, learn a lot in two days, right? No. So, um, best training's on the job. Yeah, um, but yeah, Miranda was uh, great. Ba- babysat her for five years and five till, years till she come up with Kevin. Yeah, to till wow. she hooked up with um, Orlando, Mister Spiegel. No, 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 no. Yeah, so on the tail end of Orlando. Um, yeah. When, when, when that broke up, she came back out and her agent, Annie Kelly, um, gave us a call and we picked her up. So she dropped the original guy that she was with um, and then came with us. So the issue that poor old MK had was that people were releasing information of where they were going to be. Oh. So you get fucking snowball with <laughs> yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I don't know who's doing it, don't know who's doing it. We go, we know who's doing it. Right? Yeah, you just got to open your eyes a little bit is, and is see it who it is. No, 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 fucking people that were originally looking after her. Yeah, oh, so just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we knew them; we knew them quite well. So, um, no, nice people. So, what, what's the deal? That she, she gets to go, or he, or whoever. They, you just follow them around. They, they go yeah, wherever pretty, the fuck they want. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So, so what will happen is, I'll just give you a really quick soldiers five on Miranda. So, say she wants to go out for uh, a photo shoot, right, or, or lunch or something. I'll go. Where, where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll go out and I'll look at that venue. Right, wow. I'll yeah, look okay. at the streets. I'll look at the exit points. Identify where the nearest cop shop is, where the nearest hospital yep. is, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so this is way really before before she, before I even let her go out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so then we'll send somebody out pre us arriving as well, just to make sure it's clear. Look for any paparazzi. Throw her in the car. Yeah. We'll take her out. Let her have a lunch. We'll sit off. Let her have her own privacy in and around so-called privacy because mm. everybody knows it. Um, if people want to come up and have autographs, we've already planned that beforehand to say, do you want it to happen? You don't want it to happen? Yeah. So there's a whole heap of planning in the background that goes on for it. Yeah. And then we'll um, throw her in the car when she's finished, whip her back home and take her to the next Jesus. venue. Who would be a celebrity? That's oh, a no. fucking nightmare, shit. isn't it? You can't it's go like, down the it, shops it, or it, any yeah. shit. It, it is. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, and, what were they like with you? Like, did you have any, you know, long conversations with any of them? Oh, or? yeah, with yeah, especially with Miranda. So the the high profile ones from the UK, from the US and, and the UK and that they're a little bit different. They're short sharp tours. Yeah, okay. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not there. To, work to do. You're basically not there to chinwag and and, yeah. and make best buddies. Yes, yeah. might be just like you know, I'm Eddie. You've never worked with me before. This is how we normally run things here. Is there anything that you want? Don't want? Yeah. How close do you want me? You know, do you want me up close? Do you want my hand <clears> on the back of your back? Like yeah, things yeah, that yeah. you just make them feel comfortable. Yeah. They might just go, no, nah, don't want you anywhere near us. Okay, sweet. Yeah. You know, you're aware of this could happen, that could happen. Yeah, mate, all, we're all good. I've got an entourage of 30 people. Okay, okay sweet. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, yeah. Just, we'll just sit back and if we spot something, we'll let one of the PAs know. Um, but she was she was good. Some good conversations with her in and around family and uh, she, she, some good conversations <laughs> with her. <laughs> she's, uh, she's a funny one. So you'd be sitting in the car and she'd say, can you pass me a a tampon head like that. <laughs> yeah. And like, are you serious? Like, she goes, yeah, yeah, it's in the bag. Because we travel in vans. And yeah. Sometimes. She'd get undressed in the car in front of you. Like, she was, uh, she's a super cool kid. 
Yeah, you know, right. Really down to earth, and she go uh, include you in anything. You know, go yeah. Have some dinner with us. You know, sit at your table. And when you'd finish your job, she'd say, you want to come in and have a drink with us and that sort of thing. Obviously, we wouldn't. Yeah. would be completely professional. Oh, it's cool that she offered. Oh, yeah. That's, she, great, that's great. Great, great chick. Um, yeah. T- a lot of respect for her. Her parents were great. Um, John and Rob, they were, they were, they were awesome. Yeah. Um, and even the little fella. Um, I forgot his name at the moment. Um, her son, I should remember it. Born mm. on the same day as me. Yeah, right. January, oh, yeah. so we had something coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, she was good. What about uh, Matt, Matt LeBlanc? Was it Matt LeBlanc? Yeah, LeBlanc. Yeah, yeah. LeBlanc. That's what you say. Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, good fella. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Matty was good. He was another funny one. All he wanted to do was find something that looked white. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Like a nomad type. It's not stuff. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go skiing. It's like Matty. You can't do that. Uh, yeah. No, nah, but he was good. Um, look, was most it, of them were good. Was that during the Friends era? Yeah, was, he was yeah, 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 huge. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. During, during he the Friends era, yeah. yeah. Um, Destiny's Child were good. They, they were good. Um, fuck. So no dramas so with any of them. No, uh, no, 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 not really. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just as long as you lay those foundations down at the start and, you, and you're nice and polite, and, and you can generally tell, like if they're feeling a bit uncomfortable with you, you just sort of step back mm. a bit. But no uh, fan shit, none. Yeah, Gina Davis, we didn't really have trouble, but we. It was at the, uh, what do they call that? Uh, oh, fucking Arnold's got one. It's a, What's it's a coffee shop come. Um, oh, it's fucking, oh, not man. Hollywood. It's got all this memorabilia in it and uh, a plan, yeah, plan Planet of Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, memory shot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, no, I forgot. It's all Mark's bloody bashing <laughs> training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Planet Hollywood. We're at Planet Hollywood in Sydney. It's myself and Martin Simich. And, um, we had her there, so anyway, long story short, did the way to do it. We, we go downstairs put her, to go and put her in the car. And out of nowhere, this bloke shoots out from the alleyway at the back of the car and runs up. He's intercepted by Marty, but throws, goes to hand her a book, but ends up throwing it, and it's a Bible. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. And anyway, so I've picked, the, picked it up, and inside it's got, you know, all these weird and wonderful quotes that, she, that he would like to, to do. And it's just like, man... Ooh, they're yeah. out there. In the car, bang gone. Marty got another car after it. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. Got, got her out of there. Just weird. Like that's well, that's been in the public yeah. eye, man. There's, it is. There's like point zero one percent of people are just fucking nuts. Yeah, you know, it freaks me out even doing this. You know, I think I got recognised at the supermarket. Did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at me. You know, I'm like, what did they say? Oh, I think he said. I think he said, "You want a po- are you on a podcast or something like that?" I think I might have known him or something, but <laughs> oh, and you forgot who he was. Yeah, I forgot who he was. <laughs> yeah, was but I'm like, and the, but it just made me think. Yeah, I don't really. I don't want to fucking have to hassle going to the supermarket and shit. You know, like, yeah. When you put your head up, it's. I suppose that's why you're on the big bucks. But it also yeah. like someone like Miranda Carey or Samuel Jackson constantly being. It's a different world, isn't it? You know, they totally. they're completely removed from the normal world now, totally. and now they're in this other world. Yeah, um, which would screw with you, really, eh? Hey? Like, yeah, look, it does. I mean, we found the same issue when we were doing um, Big Brother. So it was, I was a Big Brother for a long time as well. Oh, sure, okay. And yeah. we used to educate these people because what you got to remember is for the six weeks, whatever it is, twelve weeks are on TV. You're in people's lounge rooms, mm. so they think they know you. Yeah. Like, you know, you're my mate. Like, you know, you know me really yeah. well. Like, no. Yeah, they don't know how to deal with that, right? Mm. Unlike the celebrities where they've had a, a fair bit of time and they get some good coaching, these reality shows that people go on. Shit, that is dumped like, even in, this, aren't they? Yeah. This other thing that's on now, like fucking maths or... Oh, know, yeah. Right? That, these Everyday people are becoming celebrities, right? And they're being fucking... They're under some pressure when they oh, get out shit, there in yeah. the street. Yeah. Right? 
Like yeah. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie Bird from uh, Big Brother, she found it a, a, a hassle. It's like she couldn't deal with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's Did you do tough. Big Brother from the start? From the start, so yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Oh yeah. And then I, then I, I basically barred out. Then so I was their advisor for the first five years. Yeah. So all we would do when I say advisor, because it was run at Dreamworld. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, was Dream, it? Yeah, Dreamworld yeah, had okay. their own security crew. Yeah. So when the winners came out, what we would do is we would meet them. Then we would brief them on what to expect now that they're yeah. in the public eye. Yeah. yeah. Right? Sort of what to say, what not to say, along with some PR assistance as well. Because they want to be they want to be giving, but you don't know these people like yeah. you're talking to. Yeah, don't yeah. give them your telephone number because people make the mistake of doing that. It's like you've get a new number now. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, don't tell them up. where you fucking live. Because <laughs> yeah. you'll have people to and you know, like with Reggie, people turning up the fish and chip shop because yeah, she was from Tassie. Yeah. yeah. It's like Fucking don't do that. No. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I remember having that once, like, you know, working in cafes and that. I think when, when Zena, oh no, it was, um, oh, is the, um, ET girl, the little one. Um, she's big now. ET? Yeah. Entertainment tonight? No, 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 no Drew name? Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh no, I was, I was actually at a concert and, um, and I bumped into this girl and all that and um, smiled at her and I'm like, fuck, I know you from somewhere. You know, it was Drew Barrymore. I didn't know her. It was such a, you know, she was kind of, oh, yeah. who's this big fucking guy? And I was like, fair enough. I don't fucking know her. <laughs> but my head, I thought I must have known her from school or some shit, you know. It's yeah. such nah, a, it's, this, it's a weird world, man. It's, it's a different world. It's glamour, isn't it? It's got this glamour on it, you know. Yeah. It's not the reality. I'm, I'm fucking hopeless with celebrities. Like, I don't know. I'd just walk straight past them. Yeah, unless I, they play guitar or something. Yeah, like that. but yeah, because I, I don't know. I just well, what are you going to say know. to them anyway? I but just, I just don't know who they are. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's why I don't understand paparazzi. Type. They're a pain in the ass. Because I take I like taking photos, but there's no way I'd want to take a photo of fucking a celebrity. That'd be the last person. Well, now the fucking lenses are so long, you can't. Yeah, give me fucking ten miles. Yeah, they got six hundred mil lenses. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's it's a. That paparazzi world's are again different kinds of fish. It's yeah. grubby, isn't it? Grubby fuckers. It's grubby, and it is. Yeah. Um, like just going back to Miranda. I mean, we used to have um, certain paparazzi, two or three of them, that would follow you, and you would do. You know, some of our drivers are very, very good, evasive driving, advanced drivers. You're trying to lose them, and they will fucking do a U-turn in William Street in, jo- in the city. Yeah, to, to get you. To get Fuck. you. Yeah. Right, and it's like, dude, you're just putting your life at risk as well as somebody else's. Yeah. You know, like. It should be illegal from the fire. Yeah. You know? Didn't yeah. they watch the Diana fucking docker? Well, I was going to ask you about <laughs> true, Diana, true, man. True, true, After Diana, um, what happened to her, I mean, it was years later, and I just clicked, and I was watching this, um, it was a Russian dude, and he might have worked for the government or not anyway, but he'd, um, he'd been involved with uh, some various things, and he said if they needed to take someone out, they had to, they didn't, they got paid to take someone out anyway, and they couldn't get to this guy. He used to drive around, it was in Moscow, and he used to drive around basically a tank, you know, fucking, he couldn't shoot, he couldn't blow it up, and he goes, and I, I, we got him, and he pulls out a torch, and he said, we got him with this, because he used to drive everywhere 100 miles an hour, and they got him in a, in a tunnel in Russia, and they shone a fucking, just blasted the driver's eyes, eyes, and fucking straight into Ooh. a wall. That's exactly what happened to Diana, man. Fuck. You know, like, I'm not know if she got killed or not, but fucking, it's pretty. It's a thing, hey, yeah. You know, it's absolutely. It's, yeah. it's no, yeah. I think they might have knocked her on the head. Yeah, man, maybe. You know? There's some good conspiracy stories with that one. Yeah, there is the Diana one. Yeah. Do you know any? No, I don't know any, but um, I just fucking looking at who she was hanging out with, and she was yeah. pregnant, maybe at the time. Yeah, you just, know, so you know, was it? Uh, you know, flip the side of the coin. Was it actually the UK that took her out because mm. of who she was dealing with? 
Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought, you know, straight away, you know, we can't have, um, we're not going to have a little brown baby in the, in the royal family. So. Yeah. Um, there's a good one about, um, Jack the Ripper, actually. They made a movie on it, um, From Hell. No, I haven't seen that. It's just a version of, um, like the Ripper well, we've story. We've got a From Hell story, because that was written by Alan Moore. Well, what? The, um, Oh, not to interrupt, but. Was it? Yeah, Alan Moore, the guy that did Watchmen and the comics, all the yeah. comics that, and he's, um, yeah, they really changed his original story. So I don't mean to interrupt. No, but, no, yeah, I yeah. didn't have much on it, but okay, it was yeah. just a different version that, uh, yeah, well, the prince the, knocked up a prostitute and, uh, the, the Ripper was the, the, uh, royal surgeon going yeah. around cutting these people, like, because yeah. they all knew that yeah, yeah. he was, uh, like, sleeping with prostitutes. Yeah, there was, was that Johnny, 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 Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, yeah he played it. the, um, the he, drug addict bloody yeah, detective and, and in he, it. And he, he dies in the end of it with his, he's got, because he, he, he liked the white powder. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah, opium, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the opium. In the, That's a good movie. In the original comic book, they, it wasn't a whodunit though. They opened the comic book with, this is the guy killing these chicks. Because it's always a whodunit with a Jack the Ripper in it. Mm. And Alan Moore thought, oh, that's just a boring way of telling the same story. Well, this is the person done it. First page, we know who did it. And then try and tell the story of the woman. And, and the way that from how originally was, was just about life in Victorian England at the time and what it was like for cops on the beat for working girls and shit, man. It was, it was a vicious place. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Hell. He reckons that's actually the start of the 20th century was the Jack the Ripper moves. If you had to pick a oh, moment yeah. in time, it was like 1890 or something, but he said that was a, just an opening up to the 20th century, yeah. wasn't it? You well, know, they, there's some murders that went after murders. that. In, yeah. They occurred in Boston, I think. There's been a few. Copycat? Yeah, things. they think it was a copycat or maybe actually Summer Sam got was away. a big one. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. They ever catch that guy? They, yeah, I think they did. Okay. Sam, yeah, it was the. Um, what was the one they didn't catch? Zodiac. The Zo- yeah, it might have been the Zodiac they didn't catch. I think yeah. the Zodiac. They just passed. Someone just cracked. It. He, he was he the guy leaving all these um, these clues like these uh, crosswords shit. Yeah, but they've just cracked cracked the last one. Did they? Yeah, right. it was an impossible one to crack and all that. And these German scientists and fucking huge computers. <laughs> they cracked it. it. They, yeah, Who they, was he? I didn't say. He no. said, I'll, I'll relieve, I'll, I'll tell you my name. And it was all bullshit. No, uh, just said something fucking, oh, I'm going to do this to these girls and all that. Um, yeah. Was yeah, there any, um, yeah. any days of when you were bodyguarding that you were like, fuck this? Like, <laughs> oh, uh, some long days. Yeah. 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 There is, especially when they do their parties. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Boy, I was going to finish at 10. It's now 2 a.m. in the morning. Yes. But look, that, they were few and far between. I, I have mm. to admit, um, I had a pretty, 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 pretty good career. run. Yeah, I was, I was pretty lucky. Um, nobody was really too hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, just because they weren't friendly or something didn't really worry me. No, like, you're doing your job and just yeah. yeah. They pay all right. Yeah, I was going to ask that. They pay all right. Yeah, it was, all, it was all right. Yeah, can't, can't complain. This contract know, wouldn't be hourly though, would it? It wasn't Depen- hourly? depending depending okay. on what you're doing. Yeah, so if you're with them for two or three days, it'd be a day rate. Yeah, you know, and you could be looking oh, even back in those days, or even to recently, you can get anywhere from eight hundred to fifteen hundred a day. Woo! Yeah. So you know, depending Gonna on get who, my lessons, <laughs> yeah. depending on who you're looking after. Um, but some days, if you're only yeah. like when I did Nigella Lawson, it was a four hour gig. You know, so it's just you know, Nigella's pretty cool. Was she cool? Or? Yeah, she was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't wash my hand for a week. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, she so had to get her off the stage, and my wife so some got, chocolate oh, brownie on it. Yeah, 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 some chocolate brownie. You know, <laughs> the way it stirs, and <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? Her husband died. Didn't 
when she was setting this whole thing up, he was a wealthy man or something, and he suddenly died, and she she got this career out of it. Not out of it, but she managed to build a career yeah, out of yeah, all, yeah. all this stuff. She got lucky. She got lucky. Yeah. She got <laughs> lucky. Yeah. No, she was good. She's, she's all right. She's all right. <laughs> yeah. Our um, brother in law, we're, um, so my sister's married to Matt. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. our brother in law, he's um, one of his mates. Dad was a um, bodyguard at Parliament. Oh yeah, I can't remember who it was, but he he was always spewing about this one um, certain person that wouldn't give him any food or anything. It was like six <laughs> or seven hours. Just she had this long lunch and it just went forever, and he was just had to stand there in the <laughs> oh, no, it's tough. got nothing. It's it's tough. Yeah, you, you can have some. That's why you used to always carry a small bum bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, good your, your thinking. Trail snack or a, a banana. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Protein cookie, you know, just to keep you through the day because you. I have some long days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Real long. So you did that, um, so that, that while the mining... No, so that was a different era. So P&G was oh, 203 yep. to 207. Yeah, wow. Um, but if you're talking about... Yeah, so sorry, if you're getting back to the original audits, yeah, that yeah. was in, in and out of that period as well. Yeah. So from that period, of like, let's just say 1990 onwards... Like um, the explosives to, yeah, to body, yeah, 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 bodyguarding. Yeah, so I was doing doing both. So yeah. that was just part of the group that I was working with. Um, and we used to do, oh, shit, a whole range of different things, man. So, um, But the bodyguarding was good. The mine sites was probably one of the best things. I used yeah. to love that. Good good people. It's not like it sounds like you've got up there. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, they were, they were really good because uh, we used to just get in and get out. and we, yeah. Whatever we were doing had to be operational friendly as well because we didn't want to tag too many additional procedures on. To an already busy schedule, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, as long as that accountability was there, it was stored right, yeah, had it in the right containers. Your magazines were registered properly. Um, it was it was pretty good, but yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Ever have any um, issues like with explosives and all that type of type no, of thing? No, 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 no. It was pretty good. Most of the the shot fires or the the powder monkeys are, are pretty good. They keep. Mm, on they don't want to get it. blown up. No, nah. no, and it's accountable, right? So. It, Ever since the Aurobanda bombing over in Perth, where they found they linked the um, that was years ago. Where uh, what was that? So you know Aurobanda. So the, the mine site had some explosives stolen. The, yeah, and the explosives stolen were used to uh, kill the Australian Federal Police. Shit, uh, really? Forget his name, but yeah, blew up his Fuck. yeah, blew up his car. Fucking hell! So yeah. but they they traced it back to that particular batch. Yeah. Um, so yeah. from then on, it became a lot tighter in regards yeah. to the way it was stored, accountability of it, signing it in, signing it out. Yeah. Um, instead of just whacking the unused bits in a in a hole to, to oh, fuck no, we don't need all that. Oh, fuck it, we just let yeah, 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 back yeah. in. You know, it's got to be weighed up in that. Yeah, exactly. So, so was he a supervisor? I don't know what it. Was. No, so he was. Um, so it's like the, over the, there, but. it was stolen. They they reckon it was linked to bikies. Ah, yeah. So somebody within the crew has put the heavy on someone in the mine site. To get some. They've taken the explosive off site. And it's back in those days, man. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just take that. Yeah. Gone, right? No accountability. No. Right. Um, Gave it to them, and then they they attached it to his car, and then boom. Fucking bikies. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, did you see that thing on Luna Park? Not to... We That's where I was going. Oh, yeah. Uh, the... Oh, who the owns fire. it? And uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, who, yes. What was the guy's name? Um, Saf- Saffron. Was Abe, it? Abe Saffron. Abe Saffron. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Abe Saffron used to be. So that's probably more my era because I'm I'm hitting sixty. Abe Saffron used to be, yeah, a bit of a Mister Mister Heavy Man back in those days. Yeah, linked with some other people. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he was a, he was a well known crook. 
Yeah, well, watch it's on the ABC. I view, okay. man. Yeah, it's, it's the best reporting I've seen in years. Three, three hour and a half long reports on it, man. It's, they go deep. They get all this okay. information, man. Is that, it finished now? It's finished. It's up on iView, though. But fucking, they got to reopen a, a coroner's inquest or something. It's, they basically proved it was fucking him, you know. Ah, and and, yeah. there's, and even on the night of the fire, man, there was kids there. They heard the bikies say we set it up with kerosene. They, they went to the cops. And the original cops were good guys and they said, and they wrote it down and they put an APB out for these bikies. Yeah. And then the, um, the day crew came on and fucking ripped it all up and went and beat the kid up basically and said fucking change your story, ah, man. Corruption. Yeah. Oh, it went right to the top, man. Who was the premier then? Um, Neville Rand. Neville Rand, man. He, he was fucking in on it. Yeah, and there's all these cops uh. that fucking were in, not in on it. There's all these cops that were bugging. There's a big police corruption thing going on. So all these cops that bugged Neville Rand, they fucking they got all the information. And yeah. Rand came out one day, one day and said, "I'm going to put all those cops in jail." Fuck yeah! And they fucking had to get rid of all their evidence and all that. Man, it was, it was fucking institutional. And those six kids burn up, you know. Jesus, poor fucking kids. I know. Man. Yeah, I know. Poor kids. Fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. It was a ghost train. Yeah, the ghost yeah, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the next, you know, the next day, uh, head cop Frank Black or whatever his name was, he um he fucking cleaned the site that morning. So he got the bulldozers in and fucking everything, and he said it was electrical fault that fucking morning, man. No one, the fire brigade had him fucking put the. Were you saying on. the lights were still on? Yeah, there's photographs of the lights on. <laughs> it says electrical fault, yeah. and yet the one place that was still standing was the electrical box. It was fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was wild times. So you're in uh, PNG? Yeah, so I went up to PNG. So I, I stumbled onto that because I was still doing some audits. And um, when I went up there, I met a guy called Bruce Gray. Um, he was the um, superintendent for the tactical training unit up there, up in Porgra. Don't know if you know much about PNG. No, no, no. no. So Porgra's up in a place called... Porgra sits in the Inga province, so it's part of a province. Then you've got Porgra, so it's like Sydney, and then you've got fucking Parramatta. Okay, right? yeah. Um, also, you've got Sydney and, then, you know, Bronnie or whatever. Um, it sits way up in the Western Highlands. Um, and the mine site itself, Porgra JV, so it's Porgra Joint Venture, so it's private plus government, yep. so it's combined. So it, have a, it had a heavy um, mobile squad, which is the, the equivalent of uh, our TRG up there as well, um, and then a very heavy very top-heavy security force because mm-hmm. we're dealing with a lot of illegal miners. Mm. But um, I'll get back to that, but I lost my train of thought because you asked me something about... Fucking, oh, so that's how, how I got onto that was I went up to do an audit and then Bruce said, mate, would you be keen to come and work work with us? And I said, oh, what, you know, doing what, mate? He goes, oh, a trainer. He said, you've got to go through the interview process. He said, but, you know, you've been... I'd already been up there like three times um, for explosive audits. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, what's the money like? And he told me, I was like, well, fuck, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. when, when can I get my interview? Because <clears throat> um, I'd always wanted to work overseas full time for at least maybe a year. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, went through the process. Fucking started not long after that. Actually, at the time, I think I might have even been looking after Paula um, Paula Pratt at the time, which is um, Pratt's daughter, Richard Pratt's daughter to uh, what's her name from Nara. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you don't know about no, that? No, no. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, what's the story there? Yeah, so, so well, it's common knowledge. Um, oh, God, I wish I could think of a name. She was a blonde bird from Nara, Shari Lee Hitchcock. Oh, okay, yeah. I've heard of that You've name. Heard of that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so she's an eight, what they call an A-lister. But anyway, I'm really condenses. <laughs> so uh, Richard um, had received some death threats along with uh, Shari and, and Paula, right? So... Um, a mate of mine at the time, um, Shane Burrowman, 
was tasked to look after um, Richard, and I was tasked to look after uh, Paula. So I used to basically take her to school, go everywhere, you know, do everything with her. Um, but Shari Lee was an A-lister, and so she had smart woman. She had a child to Richard, and now she's set set for life. Mm, yeah. Because um, yeah. Richard used to do a little bit of, you know, mucking around on the side. He had a couple of girls. God rest his soul, because he's, he's passed away, obviously. He was a very sick man, but he... Um, just live that life, you know. Him and Frank Lowe used to live that sort of life. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, good mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some stories there on it for another day, but um, so I was do, do, then that's how I, so I was doing that as well. Then started in PNG in two hundred three. Um, thought oh, I'll just do a year. That turned into four. Um, one so actually staying in PNG. No, so I, I became what they call a permanent um, a temporary resident. So okay. fly in, fly out. I was on a FIFO rotation, yeah, yeah, 16 yeah. on, 12 off. It was okay. perfect. Absolutely great. Is that with the miners? Were you flying in and out? Yeah, or? so we'd fly in. So we'd have all the expat crew. Mm. Um, so Port of Hire, PLH, was it was Cairns. So you had to pay for your fare from Cairns to your, your place of residence. So yeah. I, I decided to, to still live in Sydney because that's where my family was at the time. Yeah. I had teenage kids and um, uh, that sort of thing. So... Fly into Cairns, and then from there, um, they'd pay for accommodation, um, and they'd reimburse some of your money for your flight, up to about 175 bucks or something. Okay. So yeah. if you planned it right, you're really good, because you could book your pl- knowing your roster, mm. you could plan it well in advance, apart from the black periods, right, with school holidays and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And from there, you'd fly into a place called Mount Hagen, right? So Mount Hagen um, is up again, up, up, up towards the highlands. You'd fly in there, then you'd, you'd be airlifted from Mount Hagen, up to Porgra into the Inga province. Yeah. You couldn't drive because it's yeah. like a 12-hour drive and the road, yeah. the main highway is just like uh, probably the best dirt track you'll see on a fucking country farm. It's yeah. Just, yeah, well. And you're getting ambushed all the time. People are dropping trees and fucking robbing people. So, yeah, so yeah. we used to fly in on a Russian mill, which is a big airlifter. Oh, yeah. Um, or a 212, a Bell 212, or, um, or a fixed wing. That was great. Yeah. yeah. I should I think I sent you some photos of that. Yeah. I'll yeah. We'll dig them up again. Um, I'll put them through this whole thing. So yeah. I put um so I did so I did that for, for four years. Had had a really good time up there. Um, hot? Yeah, man. Really hot. Fuck, yeah, hot. But um hot just but you know, it's sticky. You, you, yeah. yeah, sticky. Because you as soon as you'd land you'd be sucking them in because you're six and a half thousand feet above sea level wouldn't you no. yeah yeah <laughs> right and then you'd, you'd put your overalls on and all your tactical gear and you're carrying an extra 35 40 kilos yeah, yeah. and you're tabbing yeah. it up fucking my, the sides of mines like fuck this so that was an open cut was it okay so Porgra's both oh shit you would have seen yeah, yeah. so Porgra's open cut yeah and also underground so we get illegal miners. You can probably see them when you're sitting on the berms or the, or the, or the shelving the units. Yeah. You can see illegal miners in some of those photos. And there's crevices that they go through those and into the underground as well. Oh, so the Jesus. underground sort of sat. So here's your open pit and there's your underground right there. But some of the veins tucked in around the back. So it was yeah. quite a unique operation. So we'd have to shut the mine down. Go in looking for and them. And go in fucking looking for them. Ah, and you, and you're, yeah. going, you're going in, like, with fucking pitch dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you're, you not, got, you're not just, like, like, underground. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, a lamp yeah. or anything? Or? Yeah, you got your lamps, yeah. But still. And the fuckers see you coming. Yeah, that's like, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can whack your NVG on and you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so... um, was it What type of mine was it? So it was a gold mine. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah that's why they're trying to get into it. Yeah, so the biggest issue up there in this... That's probably why I ended up staying. I actually fell I fell in love with the local the local people. The true locals were really good, 
But the the rascals, they were, they were rat bags. Mm. They were people. They were guys that just would come in, overpower the locals that were living off the the, the, the surface mine lease, off the side of it. Okay. And as you would blow, as you as you know, as you dig down, grow out, you're pushing people further back. Mm. So I've got to the point where our rules of engagement were shoot first, ask questions later, because you're dealing with an illegal an illegal miner that's got a homemade weapon or a factory weapon. And let me tell you, they're deadly shots with a fucking slingshot and a rock. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're really, really deadly because you you got your helmet on and dunk, dunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was pretty full on, but um, illegal mining caused a lot of issues. A lot of issues up there. Um, mm. You know what mine's like? You stop producing. Yeah. You fucking lose money. That's what would happen. Yeah. So, was that a Rio pit? No. Um, so that's, um, as in your Rio Tinto? Yeah. Nah. It was um, originally Placidome. Okay. And then Barrick Gold Mine bought Placidome out. Um, and then it just became, yeah, it was Placidome, a poor joint venture. So half government, half. So that's the only way they could do it. Mm. Um, had some local villages. It had um, illegal mining. We'd get three, 400 blokes a day raid the place. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can see in the front of the photos, like you've got massive uh, illegal miners coming in. They'd come under the guise of like when the. <coughs> the cl- Clouds would come in, yeah, right, right, or pitch black, yeah, and without sounding rude, like they were black, yeah, they you know, are, they're these yeah. blokes you could not see them, yeah, until they smile, like yeah, the old, and then you see all the blue eye and the red. You Did know, you try that stuff? No, they're, it's illegal. Yeah, what's the deal with it? Like, what? I think it's like taking marijuana, they reckon. Yeah, so it's uh, so you mix the lime with the blue eye, and that's what get, creates the red. What the same? It's a, it's a root or a leaf? Or it's a, it's a root. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's like because like they cut that red or, red stain. I thought uh, it was important in Australia, but I didn't realise it was illegal. Yeah, no. I thought it was like chewing tobacco or, or oh, something. Oh, no, it gives you a bit of a high. Okay. Yeah, they chew it all the time, but they mix the lime with it, and that's what creates the red stain. So are they getting workers from the local community mixed in with, yep. like, Australians yep. or whatever? Yeah, so, yeah. so the, your standard crew would be, say, for example, we'll just use our tactical unit, trainers, I would have an expert, so be myself, and then mm-hmm. I'd have a local guy. Yeah. And that local guy would be probably from Port Moresby or, say, um, Orlay. He wouldn't be from the Highlands. Yeah. He'd be from what we call coastal, uh, Rabal, places like that, ex-military, ex-police. Um, so you always had a national with you, mm. mainly because of the language barrier. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, because they don't speak English, the no, locals so, there. Pigeon? Oh, yeah, talk pigeon, lick, lick, that's all. Oh, you speak yeah. pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn pigeon. Um, <laughs> Never even knew. Yeah, yeah, there's a pigeon plate. Like someone in England, this crazy lady, um, uh, Daisy uh, Campbell, she did a whole Macbeth in pigeon English. She taught herself. Yeah, right. It sounds fucking wild, well, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good... Um, but the thing with PNG, like, not like, too many people... Not too many people know about this, but there's 800 dialects. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's it's, crazy. It's because of all the valleys there, eh? So the yeah. tribes would kind of stick to a valley, and I think. Bearing in mind that, you know, you had you had Japanese there, you had fucking people that speak German mm. there. So, you know, it's like, so say for a word like Rausim, Rausim, which means quick, German, Raus, Raus. Oh, radio. Right. Okay, yeah, so, so there's a lot it of, picks up all, everything. Yeah. It's yeah. a sponge. It's a sponge, yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a combination of things. Um, and is that uh, with the pigeon? Is that understood across the island then? Yeah. So, so p- top, yeah, pigeon per se is pretty much spoken everywhere. And then you'll have this is really weird. You'll go from a village here, go two k's down the road, and the dialect is completely different. Yeah. Ah, yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's crazy man. Two k's. Yeah. That's normal. I oh, know. It's it's weird, eh? Yeah. Um, well, I think England used to be a bit like you know before people started travelling. Like, there's a massive variance. And um and just accent. And I yeah. think accent yeah. over 
you know, a couple of thousand years or whatever is going to turn into a, a completely different, different thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know? yeah, no, it does. And there's lots of, yeah, like PNG is pretty, pretty hilly. What's it like there hilly. now? Is yeah. it dangerous still? Or is yeah, it? in certain parts it is, like Port Moresby, uh, even Lay to a degree. Um, but know, Lay's to get to the second city, is yeah, it? Yeah, so Port Moresby's your main one on the island where you yeah. land and you've got to fly across to Lay, so it's the second biggest it's the second uh, biggest part of PNG. But you've got to, it's, it's, it's a unique place, right? Mm. So it's the only place I know in the world, or maybe apart from parts of Africa, um, like Western area, where you get off your plane and you've got somebody greeting you with a machete and an axe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. So we, yeah, yeah. We've got like, we used to have people come in and you'd, they'd be really happy they're on the plane. So, you know, did you watch an induction video? Mate? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get up there. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So when you get off, this is what you're going to Yeah, yeah, it should be right, mate. Get off the plane and see three big fucking pup New Guineans smile with their red teeth. Yeah. yeah. Waving their fucking um, Machete, machetes. Yeah. And the guy goes, fuck. Oh, no. no, no <laughs> this is not for me. So I'll stay on so, the plane. Mate, you're only at the airport. Like, <laughs> wait till you get the site. Yeah. You know, yeah and you're yeah. driving down the road and they're fucking hitting you with the fucking axes in the car. Fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. That's why I'll know with the cars, we've got the grills. And if you look at them, you'll see also there's fucking holes in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, is that close to the, because Papua New Guinea is divided in half, isn't it? And you got West Papua. Yeah, that's right. So were you guys up up near there at all? No. Nah, so we were up, as far as we went, it was the Western Highlands, um, which is, that's not too far from West Papua, but nothing to. So you don't know much about nah, that side of it, eh? No, no, we just straight out um, Western Highlands and yeah, Southern yeah. Highlands. Yeah. Um, was that anywhere near the Kokoda Trail, like okay, that so that's no. Like? So where we were, no. Yeah. So it's it's more further in, not from Moresby and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, we were way up in the Highlands, and we had, I suppose, from what from memory, we had been. When I say we, the mine had been there, I think, eight, nine, ten years. Mm. Um, but it only recently it wasn't like they'd only seen white men in the last fifteen or something. So it was yeah, still yeah, pretty, really still isolated. pretty, yeah, still pretty yeah. isolated. Yeah. Um, but very rich in resources. Like fuck, you, when you do a, an aerial patrol, you'd fly over and you see rivers, and they go, "Oh, you see that there? That's oil. You see that peat there? That's gold." Fuck, because we had locals with us, and you just go, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. Our yeah. surface mine lease was like, oh, SME it was um, SML. Sorry, surface mine lease was throughout two hundred and fifty, two hundred by two hundred fifty kilometers. Shit. Yeah. It was huge. Man. Yeah, that's massive. Yeah, it was huge. Um, and they'd only just recently before I left, they'd found a couple of new veins as well, and they said, oh, this is going to give us a bit more life. But I was actually talking to a good mate of mine the other day, Brendan, who was up there, um, who's now in Africa. He um, said that they just recently closed it. Yeah. So too much trouble, yeah. No. The yeah. locals give it too much Too much gone. trouble, yeah. yeah. Um, so they've gone, fuck, they shut it up. It's just a big hole in the ground now. <sighs> and that's what happens when uh, corporates move in. Yeah, yeah. Just the land's destroyed. And well, that's, mm. that's so probably that's what happened in Bougainville, wasn't it? You know, it's yeah. like they just they said fuck this. We they don't fucked want it you. and left. Destroyed well, they, they destroyed it, it and they was killing everything. So the yeah. Bougainvillians said fuck this. You know, and yep. and I think I think they they independent now. Bougainville, I actually think they just so, got a prime minister or something now. There, I'm not real sure. I haven't sort of followed what's going on up there lately. Mm. But um, PNG went downhill uh, once they lost. Actually, once they gained their independence. Because it was yeah. originally under Australian rule, mm. uh, Australian law, and, and Overwatch, and it is one of the most s- corrupt countries. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So your company go and they're back end of a few politicians and you get a 250 square kilometres. Imagine all that jungle. That's Fuck, fucking yeah. wasted if they do that. It, you know? it is yeah. wasted. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's, um, how do the local, like the guys, the illegals, getting into the pit, where do they where do they sell this so, stolen gold? Welcome to... Uh, the black market? Yeah, Chinese supermarkets. Okay. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll just take what they can get, break yeah. the mercury break it down using mercury um, and sell it to Chinese supermarkets, mm. which we call chop shops. Yeah, yeah. All right, so basically that's you, I can sell it for you. Or they'll, you know, really? Is that they'll right? give it to someone else and they'll take it into Moresby or they'll take it into Mount Hagen. But, yeah, there's you can always, always sell it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we used to have the police come in and do investigations and they never really found anything. But, you know, all all your tools are there. All the all the evidence is there, mm. but um, you know if I'm going to give you 500 keener to turn a blind eye, I'm you know, I'm not going to get arrested. Yeah, yeah. right. So it is corrupt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 it's that corrupt. That's not funny. Yeah, and, you know, like, you can't even imagine. Eh? Be... They'll throw kids up without a word of a lie. They'll throw a dog, a kid in front of a car to cause an accident, so they'll get compensation. Fucking yeah. hell! There's no value on life up up in the Highlands, and I mean they're, they're brutal. They're absolutely brutal. And, you know, you're talking about an area that originally had a population of 100, mm. hypothetically, um, that now has populations of thousands because they come from all over the place. For the gold. Piggyback on the top of these true locals and then destroy the place. Yeah. And they fuck the villages and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. It's, uh, that's where we don't have the rule of law, you know. That's... Um you got to get the rule of law in, man, you know, somehow. I think because the same kind of thing happens in the Congo and that, doesn't it, you know? Yep. But it, I think it's not in corporations' interest to put the rule of law in because they can they can go – it's quite handy for them to do backhanders yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and not have a, you know, a government there that's mm. actually trying to tax them properly or whatever. You yeah, know? So yeah. it's uh, Yeah, corporate governance, I suppose, is probably a major part of the issue. It's massive. Yeah. They, they, they sugarcoat it by saying, uh, okay, look, we're going to build you a school. We're going to build you a hospital because mm. everything else will just go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they put all this infrastructure in place, help with the roads and all that sort of thing. That's just a buy off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because um, no way in the world if I got injured up there would I have one of those fucking blokes operating on me. No. <laughs> Medivac me out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking out here. Dose me up on morphine. <laughs> get me out to Mount Hagen. Get me to Cairns. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I am not going to have. And one of those blokes up there operate on me. Yeah. Well, fucking give me first aid. Yeah. That was shocking. We had our own medical kits. So it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can imagine. <laughs> shocking. So you did four years yeah, doing that? Yeah, I did four years up there. Um, and then you again, got into counter surveillance? Was that? Okay, yeah. So I've always held down a couple of jobs, right? So when I come back on my 12 day break, a good mate of mine that runs a. Um, a counter, a counter surveillance business. What is, what is what counter is surveillance? Yeah. Okay, so actually. you basically, it's like counter terrorism. You're setting up things to minimise things happening, yep. right? Or to identify what potentially could occur and how can you mitigate that risk. So when we talk about technical security countermeasures, that's electronics, right? Oh, They're, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what they call TSCM, right? So that'd be like, like I was t- telling you before, There's a this is a, a listening device. Um, the only way I'm going to... Know if that's transmitting is if I use what, what they call the spectrum analyzer, which is like a U-butte machine that looks yeah. really rigid-edge, <laughs> and it watches the radio frequencies, right? And it'll pick a frequency up, and if we're talking and the, the device is active or the bug's active, the operator will hear it. Okay, yeah. You know, and then we'll just might just go, which means stop, and then we'll start 
physically looking yeah. in that yeah. particular area. Cause, and then he'll, he'll get up and walk around to see where the frequency picks up and is stronger. Okay. So that's... Um, how, how small are these bugs getting? Some are, some are really small, man. Some you can hardly ever see. Like, they're really, really tiny. I should have sent you some photos of some. But, um, you know, I mean, we, we very, very, very rarely find anything. Um, most of the things we find are, are flaws within their systems, as in people leaving information out yeah. for public yeah. eye and all that sort of thing, yeah. right? Um, but it's an interesting, an interesting field. So I was just saying earlier, which I can't obviously tell you who we do it for, but we do it some, for some big agencies. Yeah. Um, We've got a big job on this weekend because they feel as though they've been infiltrated. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, well. What is it? Information is the new gold, isn't it? You yeah. know, that's all data, man. Mm. Look, say. look, it is. And I mean, um, whilst listening devices are great, um, we still preach that your biggest threat to any business are the people that are in it. Yeah. So it's, you know, because yeah. for, for me to go, okay, I want to know what you're doing with your podcast. I've got to physically get in here, yeah. plan a device. It's got to have enough battery life. Then I've got to get in to get it out if I want to, re- you know, if it's a recording device. Yeah. yeah. But if it's a transmitting device, it can be a little bit smaller, but I still need battery life, otherwise it's going to die. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I could sit outside with a fucking scanner and, and, and listen to what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but physical, it's like cleaners, you know. The people we, you don't see, isn't it? Well, you the know? people you see, but you're exactly you see, right. Yeah, but you, you don't, don't see don't them, see mate. And yeah. you don't even think about it, right? Mm. No. But we know with some of the agencies, the agencies that we work with, um, it's their biggest fear because, you know, they employ uni students from a very young age to go through the system, and we're talking all levels, you know, like the police force, they're everywhere, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, they feel like, fuck, our, our vetting systems are still no good. You know, they'll get into, they'll get into agencies and the agency's head of security will go, he's only a level one, like, we, we can't have him in here. That's all right if he's escorted. So, you know, and that's culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, she'll be right, mate. It's not, not going to happen here in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's that. Um, that's an interesting field. Yeah, it would, oh, would be. be. It's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. I was, when I heard you guys talking about it, I was, remembered I saw one thing in the um, the US embassy in Moscow back in the 80s and that. And oh, yeah. um, they found a bug in there after like years. And But they'd done all the electronic search and they fucking couldn't find this. It was thing. in the walls, right? No, it was, um, <laughs> it was so fucking obvious. It was the Russian ambassador or the Russian president whatever they called him back then, um, he, he gave the American ambassador uh, a picture. Uh, it was a carving of a wooden eagle, American yes. eagle, and he fucking had it right above his desk. <laughs> but there was no battery in it. It was done through vibration, and the vibration vibrated a tiny like, bit of copper. Yeah, it. Yeah. Fucking, and yeah. it sent off yeah, a signal. And so every, they were searching for batteries I, back I then. That. Where, where did I see that? Yeah, it was years ago, but I thought, fuck, that is, fuck, that's, that's cool. such a Russian thing <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. when NASA spent $3 million trying to get a pen that worked in space, the fucking Russians used the pencil. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's, the pretty AK forty sevens are fucking yeah. Uh, they work all the time. A, it's they, a German they, gun. They just got rid of all the shit. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. You know, it works now. <laughs> no, no, they're very clever. Yeah, yeah I thought like, that was great. Have you found anything where you're like, holy fuck? How did they? Have you ever come across something like no, that? No, it's no, it's usually pretty good. Yeah, overseas we found a couple of little devices, um, but here they're, they're pretty good. The biggest issue they got here is they leave they leave things out in the open, and we find breaches all the time. Like we've managed to open safes. Because they've left passcodes both out and you're like, dude, yeah. Like, you know, so you, have, you report that to the head of security, and they go, "Fucking hell! How many times <laughs> do I have to tell them?" Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, oh, 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 yeah, okay, there's, oh, yeah, he's, okay, okay, it's not that one. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. But uh, yeah. the physical side of it is, uh, apart from the electronics, is the most important because a lot of the times, you know, uh, things won't be transmitting. Mm. So you physically got to get in, get under the desk, feel the grooves, pull the PowerPoints off, yeah. line the PowerPoints, yeah, yeah. look in the ceilings, look in your lights, pull up every single plug you can see, turn a microphone inside out, undo it, you know, keyboards, turn the keyboards over, take them out, you know, like yeah, so yeah. a whole range of things you got to look at. Anything that's attached to a computer, yeah. there's a USB device in there, it shouldn't be. In well, there. especially now, with the way with 5G, how it's all going, everything's going to have a microphone, everything's going to be connected to the internet. That yeah. type of work would almost be impossible, wouldn't it? You know, very like fucking everything's going to be online, you know? Yeah. Have you, I've, I thought of, um, like for your phones, because these fucking things are always recording you, you know, you yeah. know, we'll talk now. And Conspiracy the, theory, right? Like, yeah, yeah. China's China's listening in right now. Yeah, yeah. I know. I definitely know fucking Facebook are because every time I have a conversation, yeah. it comes up on my Facebook feed. You know, I know. what I just spoke about. I know. It's, it's so getting I'm, creepy. That's bizarre, man. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, we're in the cowboy stage of because it's new technology. You know, it always goes through a cowboy stage. Then hopefully the law comes in, yeah. and and this this won't be allowed. Then fucking because data is the new gold. I want oh, to get paid for my information. If they're going to steal it yeah, from me, fucking up. I want to cut yeah. from it, man. But I was thinking of um, uh, like Faraday cage, like a, a, a copper wired bag that you can put your phone in, and a, oh, yeah. that would stop all type of transmissions out, doesn't it? Like a yeah. copper box. They've basically. actually got those. So we used to do some things. Um, Andy Piracy worked for all the major screening companies, like Village Roadshow. Oh and yeah, yeah. Stuff, right. One of their biggest fears was yeah, something there. Yeah, HD there. fucking camera, yeah. easy. Yeah. So. Uh, we used to get we used to um, get bags of dead bags, put them in the bag, seal them. It's nothing in, nothing out. Mm. Right? Yeah. and so it can't transmit. Yeah, that's black. Well, that's what um, yeah comedians are yeah, doing. Yeah, uh, Chappelle's doing it. Yeah, you go there, the bag in front of the seat, and goes your phone, and that's it. You're not allowed to touch yeah, it. Yeah, emergency. That I think there's a number they can call if there's yeah. an emergency, and yeah, yeah they'll come and grab you. But even just the, phone. the line in my pocket, like I want to use that thing when I want to use it. I don't yeah. want it using me. So yeah, yeah, it should 100%. be constantly not. Sending mm. anything until I fucking want it to, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, put it in a sleep mode so it's not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. come up. They've probably already got oh, it. They've already, just can't yeah. release it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. too early yet. <laughs> You've got to go through 20 more models and then they'll release that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. <laughs> that's how they work. Or 20 we'll, new adapters. Uh, we'll tell you who's listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how that John McAfee, the, the crazy guy, came up with antivirus, the first antivirus guy. His latest antivirus before, I think he got arrested by the CIA or some shit, was um, actually to, as a hunter... Uh, virus. So if someone was trying to hack you or listen to you, it would actually send a virus to their fucking computer, find out fuck who they up. were, and fuck them up, you know, yeah. and give you the info. Which I think maybe that's surprising. No companies have done it. It should be an app that goes through all my apps and all my phone and tell me who's listening to me and what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, like, everyone would get it. I'd fucking pay a hundred bucks for it or whatever. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm sort of inclined these days now to go, go, go old school. We were just discussing you know, that, flip man. Phone. Get the fucking brick, mate. Yeah. All you need to do is text. The kids can get hold yeah. of you. That's yeah. all you need. You got Snake yeah. on there Old at the school. most. Yeah, Tet- Tetris is on there. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. So, what um, conspiracies are you into at the moment? Because COVID, COVID ones. What, uh, are you, what have yeah. you? What have you got? As a, as a, oh, I think I've heard a lot of them, but as it started. As a as a conspiracy, a reaction to COVID, or actually um, did it implement COVID? To, I reckon it was an, an implementation. I reckon yeah. they've done it on purpose. 
because we we all know now, right? Like, like we're not going to go and shoot guns again at wars unless you start no, no, skirmish no. somewhere in fucking third world country. Yeah. The next, it, it's bioterrorism. Yeah. Right? Or internet, like it's that's where it's going to go. Mm. Yeah. So long story short, a couple of years, many years ago, about two thousand, you know, when the Olympics were on, um, we sat in a think tank because we, we were part of an advisory group for private contractors, and we're going around the table. Somebody said, um, you know. What risk are we going to be exposed to in the internet? All the, all the standard ones. And a young girl sitting in the corner just goes, um, contaminate the water. And you've got all these fucking smart dudes sitting around the table and they went, what? what? She said, yeah, contaminate the water. And yeah. I was like, fuck, we didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Put, a, put, put bacteria into the water in the Olympic Village. Yeah. Fucking bingo. So next thing you know, all the fucking access to waterways and everything else was locked up, fucking... Coppers were put on it. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking outside the box. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. I said the same thing about nine eleven. Conspiracy theory: like, who would fly planes into? No one's going to fly a plane into a building. Yeah. Maybe a light aircraft, but not a fucking jumbo. Yeah, really well, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. So I reckon with COVID, with uh, what we're going through now with this with coronavirus, somebody's just gone. Oh, fuck. Let's just see what the response time is. Who recovered the quickest? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was there is a, a biological weapons factory or whatever in Wuhan. Yeah. But I was listening to a, a geezer. But evidently, I think there must be international protocols where countries can go check on other countries' shit. And evidently it failed its last test by the Yanks. So the Wuhan lab did. Uh, yeah, as yeah, in they, they didn't have fucking proper procedures. It yeah. wasn't uh, pressurised or whatever it's supposed yeah. to be or depressurised, you know. So um, it could well have – they're developing these things – and it could just be fucking someone walked out with it and didn't wash their hands properly or some shit, you Contagion. know? Contagion. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Nah, it's, fucking, look at it's all a bit perfect. Mm. Like, it's a fucking perfect storm. The world economy's gone to shit. They yeah. need everyone to shut the fuck up and stay home where they can rejig everything. Yeah. It's a bit perfect. They, you know, like, but not to say perfect things don't happen, but, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a different world now than it was, you know, fucking 14 months ago. Completely different world. Yeah. Oh, for sure. yeah. I, I reckon they've got more viruses out there. Oh, just, shit, yeah. Just waiting to fucking... Yeah, Corona even, too. Even this one, man. Yeah. Like, my mate's a colony, he's a like, molecular biologist, and he's saying, it's, it's not like polio where we're going to be able to fix this. Well, he said, no, well, he said something interesting, that we don't cure it, we just get the body's immune system able to handle it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, But this is like a flu. It's, you're going to need a fucking shot every year yeah. for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound fucking very no, good to me, man. Nice. Well, I've had my jab. So yeah, I was going to ask. Which one did you have? Like the Astra or? Pfizer. Yeah, I didn't think we could get Pfizer. For, for, I was first, one of the first cabs off the rank. So we were sitting in the first couple of hundred the day yeah, it was yeah. released. So I'll um, get the Pfizer one. I'm not too sure on the um, on the yeah, Astra. Yeah. I was all right for the first day. Like The very first shot was cool. Didn't feel a thing. It was really oh, good. you've had the two? I've had both. Yeah. yeah. So you get two jabs. Yeah. Right. I think it's three health. weeks apart. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, and then you get a message from a text message from health. How did you go? Can you please fill out this fucking? It's a bit experimental. Of the fucking how do I go? Yeah. First time I was okay, and I have a bit of a laugh about it. And then um, three weeks later, I had my second one. It fucking hurt going in. I think she hit a nerve. God bless her soul. But then I couldn't lift my arm for two days. Oh, oh wow! Okay. I had massive headaches. Shit. Fucking, I was, my stomach was going up, like just fucking sounded like World War Three was going off. Yeah. You know, and stupid me's like, oh, fuck, I've picked up a bug. And, so, and then it dawned on me, I was like, hang on, fuck, is it a reaction to the fucking me? Yeah, and yeah. Like, and my headaches were bad. Like they were like excruciating. Shit. So I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, fuck, hang on a tick. 
Um, but anyway, I'm tested now, tried and tested. Yeah, yeah sweet. COVID jabbed. Well, they're saying that no one's died that's had either of them in Australia, here in the world. No, anywhere. In so world, if you get no, the Astra, any fucking of the the Russian one, the yep. Cuban one, or something. They all protect you from dying. You might get sick of that, but you're not going to die. Oh, that's evidently. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. It doesn't stop you from catching it. It's just yeah, yeah, it absolutely. just minimizes the risk of transmission. Ah. So, but here's a funny thing. When you think about this year with, with COVID, look at the, the flu rate that's dropped. Yeah. You know why? Because we're all cleaning our hands and not sticking our yeah, hands yeah. in our mouths. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, because it needs the portal, right? Because it's an airborne, it's a droplet bacteria. Yeah, yeah. So if it lands on your hands, that's fine. It stays on the surface. It's safe. But when you go like that and then do that, yeah. there's the entry portal. Yeah. yeah. So by not doing that and keeping your hands clean and vigorously rubbing them, washing yeah. them, it's, so it's, it's interesting. Well, some of the things that, like Hayley was saying, my wife, um, kind of, she went to doctors the other day and it's kind of, shouldn't pe- and people wearing masks? And he goes, well, shouldn't everyone at the doctors wear a fucking mask? Because people were sick sitting there anyway, even before yeah. COVID. I know. It's like, all, everyone's fucking all sick. All day. So all they're sneezing. Yeah. They're all sneezing. Yeah. It should have been common sense just to fucking wear a mask if you're going to sit in the doctor's surgery. So, And it's also, because I've got mates that fucking hate the mask wearing, and I, I don't know, because there's another thing going on in society, which is the Chinese what the Chinese government is doing is cameras everywhere and fucking yep. facial recognition and and we're constant surveillance and then you get your social credit scores. You can't catch a bus because you fucking jaywalked or something. Um, but if you've got a mask on, I don't think they can facial recognise you. Bit hard. Yeah, so it's actually, there's a silver lining to this fucking yeah. thing. You know, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, there is. We should all fucking wear masks all the time. So how do you really? go when you go into a bank now? <laughs> yeah, that's, you wear a balaclava. What the fuck are they going to yeah. do? <laughs> No one robs banks now, anyway. Yeah. Not physically. What no. Fifty bucks. No, they, just, they rip off your cars. They just take your account. Mm. Yeah, that's it's right. It's all done. Yeah, by yep. fucking net now. No need to rob a bank now. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah. And good. and so and then you got into boxing. Like you, so, you've started. We yeah. know you through, yeah. through Mark, who's not here. We should have said because yeah. he's yeah. lost so much weight, he's actually fucking disappeared. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I used to. I was lucky enough. Mark taught me a little bump and grind move in the ring, and I haven't been able to do it lately because he's dropping weight. And I, I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. We used to have a bit of a laugh about it. Go bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's how I know Mark through <laughs> boxing. So because um, I've always either you know, done close quarter combat drills or lifted weights or fucking something like that. Until yeah. now I've turned into the COVID blimp this year. But <laughs> um yeah, I met Mark two years ago and just separate that phone call and we just sort of hit it off and but I call him a mate now, he's been friends ever since. Yeah. So he's just a really good bloke, beautiful wife, yeah. great kids and Yeah, well because people wouldn't have heard the phone call, but you he's um you weren't really interested in any sparring or anything Correct, like that. Correct, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a little he's a prick. Cause I, 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 I can't remember if I spoke to him or him. I spoke to Mark. She said, Yeah, 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 we got the program for you, mate. We got it. So I um I front up and the first night was actually okay, you know, a little bit of technique. He had me in the ring, he said, Show me this, show me that. So I did and he goes, Yeah, okay, I've got something to work with there, that's okay. And then um I think it was about a week later. He said, oh, you know, everybody needs to have some gloves and, you know, some a helmet, just, just, you know, just in case. I said, yeah, 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 okay. The very next week after that, bang, I'm sparring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't know how to fucking throw a stride. Like, I was shit ass. Yeah. But, um, so I reverted back to some old martial arts stuff and, and then survived. I survived. Yeah. And then I, then I hooked up with, um, the first fight camp. Well, I think it was their second, but my first. Yeah. Um, and that was a good experience. You know, I really enjoyed that apart from getting sick in the middle there and then still. Oh, Mark, yeah. was, Mark was a bit scared. He said, Fuck, yeah. you're just out of hospital. You're sure? Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine, mate. Get in there. And I had a good fight with a, a big bloke called Mick. 
Mick was oh there. yeah, Mickey West. Mickey West. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I did a couple of them. So yeah, uh, I did. So I did the second one, and uh, yeah, yeah, Mickey and I went pretty good. It was um, Mark said I got him. I don't know about that though. He certainly got me a couple of crackers. <laughs> rattled the cage a bit, but um, yeah, but that's how I come across Mark, and we've been. Yeah, been mates ever since, and I see him once a week and have a PT with him, and yeah, that's just more. Whilst I'm learning some skills, I just like the social aspect of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. we always have a chin wag and talk about stuff, and somebody you can open up to. Mark's pretty easy going, so yeah, easy to yeah, talk yeah. to. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's old Marky. Yeah, yeah good old Mark. Marky Mark. <laughs> Marky nice, Mark. It'd be nice to get the camera, but I don't know if I'll if I'll be able to. So. Yeah, yeah. Twenty third April. I think so. you'll get up. I'll yeah, we'll we'll be there. We're. Yeah. Um, Bells and whistles. We might be um, filming a lot of it. Yeah. Maybe. He's but, trying to get us a media pass because... Well, that'd be good. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to get, like, the hand wrapping and, you know, like, yeah, what yeah. happens behind... Because no one sees that shit. No. Unless it's on, like, a some sort of documentary, you know, but... Yep. For him, it'd be... Fuck, it'd be amazing. No, that'd be real good. Capture yeah. that. I think he'll go well, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Got that, that mongrel in him, so... Yep. I think he'll do well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good note to fucking wrap, yeah, this, wrap, wrap it up, up on. Wrap it up. That was no, good. Thanks good. for coming on, man. It was no, great. Pleasure. What a Thank life, bro. What a life. So, Thank thanks, buddy. Much. Appreciate pleasure. you coming on. No, pleasure, lads. Thanks for having me. No worries. I wow. It wasn't too boring. No. no that could, was a, we could have kept going, yeah. man, but I can hear go to toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it out. All right. All sweet. Okay. Cheers, Cheers, bud. Cheers, lads. Cheers. See you next time.